0: Lock Talk Radio.
1: This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you.
2: Ready, Set.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time. Here's Sonny Clark. Oh, good afternoon,
1: everybody. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, or this working man in sports radio comes to you on a Sunday morning. It's our Sunday
2: morning
1: tradition that continues into our 10th season. Yeah, I said it, 10th season and our 25th episode. Welcome into the show. Thank you, everybody. Now, it was kind of funny. I was thinking a little bit today, and I try not to do that because I do have a habit of injuring my brain. I, I, I get it. <laughs> A lot of things going on, and you know i, I was thinking to myself, you know you know I've got a lot to say, and that's the reason why we do this show and, and and I'm going back to some of the things that I commented on earlier, and I will get to those because they were quite interesting conversations um, it's it, so much so every time we talk about this one person, he interrupts us, you know just to get his line in um so I want to talk a little bit about that because it was a very interesting conversation that we had. And when Cuervo gets in here, this would be an interesting question I'm going to ask him uh, be- because I've got my feelings about it, and I know where I'm at. So I w- I just a little tease. This is regarding the bulls of the past. Just a little bit just to talk a little bit about It's about two Hall of Fame guys, and so we'll talk a little bit about that. So just a little tease. Keep that out there. It's like out there on just beyond arm's reach. That's set for you. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk about another Hall of Famer in the NFL, or, well, let's just say Football Hall of Fame, because, guys,
0: it is the Football Hall of Fame.
1: And this one is one that just discovered Twitter. We'll talk a little bit about that one. Very interesting tweet that was sent out by a former Hall of Famer that has just gotten a Twitter page. And if you want to cheat a little bit on Google, you could probably put that in there and figure it out. But we'll tease that one. That one's out at the end of the arm's length. There's also a lot of things going on. Big ass trade in the NBA. Big trade. And we're also going to talk that. We're going to keep those out there just a little bit beyond arm's length. Until that one there, until we get Cuervo and to get on it. Now, until Cuervo gets in, a lot of times he's going to get behind tight. Uh, that's a haircut for you and me. Or something's up. So I use this first part of the show to talk about the league that I'm the director of operations in. Champions indoor football at three great games, by the way, last night. Great games that were put up and very enjoyable games that were put up last night. Um, So lots of stuff to talk about as far as those games that happened last night. Last week of the season is next week, as the Sioux City Bandits will be going to take on the Omaha Beat. Well, I'll talk about that in a moment. The Salina Liberty will be on the road taking on the Duke City Gladiators. And we'll talk about that one a little bit more. Matter of fact, that one's going to be a real good one. Could be a preview of the uh, CIF championship game. Could be a quick preview of that. Who knows? The Flying Aces are on the road to take on the Amarillo Venom. Those are the last week's games. Now, last night, there were some great games in Champions Indoor Football. Some really good stuff going on. Uh, We'll talk about the ones that didn't have as much impact immediately. We'll just jump right into the Aces game. Now, the Aces gave the Sioux City Bandits a scare last night. Uh, Some people would say questionable play calling. I was one of them. Maybe Aces could have got up on the board for the first time on the victory side uh, from the football field. They took a one-point loss against Sioux City Bandits. And I'm not even talking about the two-pointer at the end. I actually was okay with that call. There were some other calls that, that were made by Oklahoma I didn't like. There were some real big plays that I thought were just ridiculous by the Sioux City Bandits. But here we go again. Sonny Clark's not a coach of, of a team in Champions Indoor Football, so what the hell do I know? So, but as a guy that watches the games – you know, th- those plays are plays, and it just makes the games more exciting. But a one-point victory, and it came down to a two-point conversion to go for the win the Aces did. Now, granted, a lot of times that is done on the road because you're on the road. This time, the Aces did it at home, and they did that I, for the right reasons. They wanted to get that victory at home in front of their fans. I'm I, that was a call that was a that was and it was a gutsy call It was one of the calls that you you make a decision on you can tie and go into overtime and try to win it in overtime because your defense was playing really well throughout that game, or do you go for the win I'm all for going for the win uh in that position based upon the teams that were playing and everything else and I thought that was a good call again a couple other calls in the in the uh in the fourth quarter I didn't like but Again, I'm not the coach of a football team, and and I don't claim to know more. But it was a very good game, and it was an exciting game, and I loved every minute of it as I watched all three games on three devices, and I had the fourth device to check mail and everything else and text and everything. So I very much enjoyed that game. That was the first one that was on there. didn't have a real lot to say except for the fact that if the Sioux City Bandits lost that game, which they were in very close proximity of happening, that would have knocked out the Sioux City Bandits out of the playoffs. Now it just puts them right into play for next week when the Sioux City Bandits are going to go ahead and fight for their playoff life uh, next week against the Omaha Beef in a game that will determine second place within the division. Because the Liberty got a good victory last night, and it was it was uh, it was a game that was so good, I couldn't take my eyes off of most of it. Even though the, the even though the score looks like it was a it was a free for all, the Liberty got a victory over the Omaha Beef at Omaha, 50 to 33. Now, first of all. Giving road road victories in indoor football is hard enough. But what ended up happening is that the uh, Liberty came and they had a game plan. And what scares me about this is something that wasn't said this week. It was said last week by the head coach of that football team, Haran O'Neal. Haran O'Neal says we haven't even opened up our playbook and he's got more things that people have not seen we're not going to see it next week after they wrapped up home field and that game is going to be over in salina so the salina liberty will host either the omaha beef or the sioux city bandits in the north championship and when this night started boy I was taking my hands. I don't know if you've ever done it, but you started rubbing them together going, this is going to be good. And all three of them were good. That Omaha Beef game definitely set up a, a, what ended up being uh, a great final week in Champions Indoor Football. Week number 14 will be in the North for second place because, as I said before, the Liberty did go ahead and clinch up the home field advantage in the north. So Sioux City Bandits in the beef that Saturday at 7.05. You're going to have to catch that one. I'm going to bet you can catch it over there on Pluto TV. Flying Aces will be taking on the Venom in Amarillo. So that one will be interesting as well. Two more games in the season, or three, I mean, because Liberty do go on the road and play the Gladiators. And like I said, that right there could be a preview of the 2019 CIF championship game right there. So the question will be, will Horan O'Neill open up the playbook? Like you said uh, last week, he didn't even open up the playbook. I don't think he play, opened it up too much this week either. So, interestingly enough. Now, the Venom did take on the Force. Force's last game at home in Wichita, and the Venom got the victory. So, congr- And the Ven- Venom just took off on this one. Venom, uh, the Force tried to play- make it a game in the second and third quarter, but then uh, they stretched their legs, that being the Venom, and got a – Fairly easy victory in the Wichita Forest last final game of the season. They did not qualify for the playoffs, so their season is officially over. The last six teams that are in action next week, we talked about that schedule. Those are the ones that are left. And also, just to put it out there for folks that don't know, the roster freeze happens at the deadline Thursday when they turn in their rosters. That's what they got to play through the playoffs, two games after the final game. The only time that they're allowed to replace players is because of injury. So, and they got three injuries that they can do in the final game. So, a great night of football last night. And I had them all three up and watched all three games. It was great. So, that having been said, that of course, that's the name of the show. And Cuervo, I've seen that you just jumped in here, but the way we do it is I've done the – the, pre, uh, the thing on indoor football, what I usually do, and then you usually come in, is I go to break. We're going to take the quick break. We'll be back four minutes, 30 seconds, and we'll talk about the things I teased at the beginning of the show here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to that being said. We will be right back if the button works. There we go. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Raleigh. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. and take it for a ride, check out Cost Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Cost Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance funds. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on.
2: Yeah, but is it fresh?
0: Ready for the start.
1: We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Cost Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? And welcome back into the Council of of Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, as we are here. On that being said, we ran over what was happening. By the way, I did get a text. Thank you by the text, by the way. The champions, the, the playoffs start next week. And one of those games will feature the Duke City Gladiators taking on the Amarillo Venom, and the Venom got a huge victory. Well, not like huge victory that it was important because that game has already been determined. They got a pretty big victory as far as points were concerned last night. But, again, next week, guys, next Saturday, for second place in the Northern Division, as the Omaha beef were at home taking on the Sioux City Bandits. Sioux City Bandits have been to the championship game twice, 1-1. Omaha has not in this league been in the championship game at all. So this one is all for the marbles because the Liberty has sealed up home field advantage for the championship game all the way if Celina is able to win. And then Duke City would go on the road to take on Salina if they get the victory. Now they need to get the victory to seal up the home field. So that it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a great game. Can't wait. Check them out. You can find the games on Pluto TV, guys. It's a free app. You can download it, or you can go to www.goCIF.net and up in the right hand corner it'll say Watch CIF uh, Games. And you will click on that, and it'll take you right to the games, and you can toggle between the channels for both games, or all three games that are going to be happening next Saturday. Now, that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. It's the final host of this program. It is Quamma. Welcome on board for Sunday. We've already talked a little bit. We may have a quick bow out, but we'll get him back. Uh, If that happens, uh, he'll just drop off. But happy Sunday to you. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing great, Sonny. I missed last week.
3: Um, I was actually up in L.A. Uh, I was being a nerd. I went to a video game convention for EA, Electronic Arts. Murray, you are a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I I know. Look, Sonny, EA has has a sports section, uh, which, for those who are not familiar, that is the company that makes the Madden football game every year.
1: So, Absolutely. Yeah.
3: What it was, it was a chance to try the new game that's coming out um, next at the end of July. So I got a little taste of what the new Madden is going to be like, and uh, I actually and I got some codes to play it for free this weekend. So it was actually really, really cool. So that's why so, I missed
1: last Sunday it's kind of like a comic con for video games right is that what kind of what it is
3: it absolutely is so there was uh there was booths for about six different games to include uh uh there was a star wars game that came out uh for my for my fellow um uh, i guess not military veterans but people who like shooting type games there's a game called battlefield uh part 5 that that they did a preview for and okay. uh I I don't want to assume, Sonny, but I don't know. Maybe just maybe your daughter is into a, a game called The Sims. Uh, they had the uh, a preview for the new Sims game that's out. Uh, so yeah, there was different there was different games and uh, FIFA. So the
1: new soccer game that so was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I I actually remember The Sims when they came out in uh, the death top form. I so thought it was kind of cool that you got to make roller coasters and stuff like that, build a little mm-hmm. recreation thing. It's, good. it's kind of cool, and, and there's also one for the cities and stuff like that, so I kind of I jabbed so, into it, but then again, you know, <laughs> I'm not the video game guy just couldn't dedicate the hours that it took in order. I, I had one that was a casino game, and you you were the manager of a casino, and I just didn't have enough hours in the day to keep up with my yeah. virtual casino um, and changing out <laughs> slot machines and things like all that. It was it was fun, yeah. but I just I, I I don't have the patience, the time, or whatever the case may be to uh, go on it. But uh, that was there, but. Now that hasn't even been said. That's the name of the show, Querbo. And mm-hmm. those that listen to the show know that we just don't communicate during the week usually, unless we're just going to find out what time the, game's gonna, uh, the game going to, the show is going to be on. So uh, it, we and I did that last night because there was some really huge news in reality coming out of the uh, NBA, and not that we are on top of it, but. We'll bring in anyway because it was a big, big thing that happened yesterday. And we, you can say whatever you want, but Anthony Davis, you know, yeah, he had already mentioned before the season started that he wanted to be in LA, uh, so that was going to happen. Uh, the uh, Pelicans go ahead and they get Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. Now, this is those two guys, you know. Who cares? Who cares about Lonzo Ball? I mean, I I go back when I think about Lonzo Ball. I go back to his father saying that he's going to make LeBron James better. And and I I, for for the life of me have not been able, you know, to uh, in reality, um, how do you say, you know, you know, just kind of stop laughing. I (laughs) I, I I just couldn't get away from it. So that having been said, you know. Obviously, that wasn't the all but here's the big one. It's the three first-round draft picks, Cuervo, that, wow, that 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 is a huge, huge let go. But when you think about it, though, Cuervo, I know, and I've been reading it, okay, I've been listening to it, and, Everybody's saying, you know, they've given up too much. Well, you got to look, and and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, Cuervo. We're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers, okay? We're talking about a story franchise. We're talking about a, a, a franchise that's used to being in the game, okay? For the last five years, we haven't seen the Lakers in the game. And for them to trade away the quote-unquote future what's going on now, you're only going to have LeBron James for two more years. I'm sorry. He's going to play, and he's only going to be a shadow of himself of what he has been, Cuervo, because he has been mm-hmm. in 16 years already into the NBA. So, my question to you, because you're there, you're listening to what's going on, what is, the, what is the you know feel of L.A. about what they gave up in order to get this guy? Do they feel like they gave up too much? Now, Brandon Ingram, I I think that's a loss for them. You know, Blonzo Ball, I'm just not impressed with, never have been. Brandon Ingram had the potential, and then you have the potential of the three first-round draft picks. What are you hearing up there in L.A.? Uh, Well, first of all, Sonny, before
3: I start with my comments, I want to wish uh, you and and every other dad out there Happy Father's Day. So uh, keep Uh, doing what you do, Dad. Yeah, so keep doing what you do, Dads. Uh, I'm technically not a father, but – but uh yeah but uh i do have one that i claim as a child he has four legs and he says meow so yeah take that for what Got it's it. worth
1: <laughs> and Quail Cuer- uh, and, and tarvin just had a baby not more than like a, um 2 months ago so you know yeah. right, right before father's day so congratulations to tarvin and happy father's day to him cuz he goes back and Absolutely. listens to our nonsense i mean the show um afterwards <laughs> yeah it,
3: it,
1: it's it's kind of nonsense but All right, so the consensus
3: over here on the West Coast, Sonny, is that um, while people, including myself, think that they did definitely gave up a lot to get Anthony Davis, um, I think people are okay with it simply because of the fact that um, they somehow, well, I shouldn't say somehow, but they were able to hold on to Kyle Kuzma so, that's going to be their big three now. It's going to be LeBron, Kuzma, Anthony Davis.
2: Eh,
3: you know, I would say a big two and a small one. You know what I mean? It's two and a half. Right. So, I think I think the Lakers really, really like what they see from Kyle Kuzma, and I think that's why they did everything they could to uh, be able to keep him. And I think that's why you saw three first-rounders instead of maybe two uh, go through with that trade because I guarantee you, New Orleans tried to get Kuzma from the Lakers, and they weren't having it, so what's the solution? Alright, fine. We'll give you a third, uh, first round pick. So, I think that's what happened. I I don't know. I I have not heard any confirmation on that, but that's my theory. That's, you know, conspiracy queryable, if you will. Um, Absolutely. I will say this, though, Sonny. I think... In the in the older generation, I'm just going to say it. In the older generation of basketball, this would have been a monster trade. It it absolutely turns the Los Angeles Lakers around. Here's the problem, though, and it's nothing against Anthony Davis. Hey, Whitney Young High School, Chicago, Illinois. You know, it, it, you know. So I definitely know about him. You know, prior to him going to college at Kentucky. All right, um, but. Big men is it's that's not what wins you championships anymore. You got to have that that stellar point guard, and if Kyle Kuzma becomes that, okay, great. But I don't really see him as as a as a, a point guard uh, that's going to really stand out. But right, it, 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 does he have the potential to do it? Yeah, he does. But we're going off of potential. That there has been no. Now, if they go out, if if they would have went out and maybe got Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, which they should have had years ago, um, or something like, then I'm like, okay, now the Lakers are making some noise. But I don't know, Sonny. I just, I just think that uh, you know, getting getting an Anthony Davis is great because he's going to help you defensively. You know, uh, uh, being able to get the advantage in the rebounding game. But is he a guy that's going to win you a championship? I don't know. Right now, honestly, I would say the answer is no. Because that's just not the style of basketball that is played anymore. Like I said, in the 90s, you and I both know, the teams that dominated were the ones that had the big men, David Robinson in San Antonio, Hakeem in Houston, Patrick Ewing with the Knicks, Shaq when he was with the Lakers in Orlando. So... Those were the teams that were that were getting it done and, and in the fight for the NBA title every year. Uh, nowadays, it's the teams that have great point guard play. I mean, you see what you see what Donald did. They're kind of the exception. I mean, Kyle Lowry, you know, he showed up when he wanted to, uh, but uh, but obviously Kawhi Leonard is is you know, which I've been saying for a while now. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt my shoulder from patting myself on the back. That you okay?
1: Is, you got
3: you
1: know. Got the he, I'm good.
3: For that. I'm good. Okay. Right. I, I'm good, Sonny. I appreciate that. But I have been screaming that Kawhi Leonard is is and I know I mentioned Giannis previously, but before that it was it was Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, and and people didn't want to hear it. So, you know, now I think he's proven some people wrong. So, um, but you know, you look at the other teams though. I mean, obviously, Golden State with Steph Curry and, and and you know, Westbrook with the Thunder, Chris Paul and Houston. Those the, that's what wins you championships now, Sonny, or that's what gets you yeah. in a position to by win that. a championship. Is, is having a stellar point guard, and the Lakers don't. They still don't have that. Uh, so, and, and by the way, um, you know, you know, Levar Ball wasn't going to go without having something to say.
1: Well, what this and, guy well, claims, well, that, that's interesting that you say that because I haven't heard what like, because after Cuervo, after he came out and and just totally disrespecting, I mean, slapped LeBron James across the chops by saying that Lavar Ball will make him a better player. I Yes. I mean, the lack of respect that was in that statement—it just—it just fills my heart with joy that this guy was shipped out to a team that doesn't even have a real, a, you know, a real name. The Pelicans are not a real name, sorry. Yeah, it, it, that just—you're <laughs> you, not a real NBA yeah. team. So that—that that yeah. also, so go to a not a real NBA team and play for the Pelicans, you know, the the feared Pelicans, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. Well, that hasn't been said, but but them losing Lonzo Ball. Now, Lonzo Ball was yeah. not a great point guard, okay. But then again, you know he's only got two years up under the belt, okay. So you got to give the time. If you're going to get that point guard that is going to be the playmaker, the changer of your squad, you you, you just don't walk out of college and start with that. You just don't because you got to develop a, a timing for the for the sport. Uh, and it's a new sport, you know, going from college to the NBA, you just, you know, multiply it by three because that's the game changer. And the fact that the speed is so much different. We, You talked about, you know, back in the 90s, the game was so much slower and it was so much more physical than what we see today. Uh, today we see speed and finesse. When last mm-hmm. going back in the day, you seen you you seen slowed down in physical in physical games. Totally different game. Lonzo Ball wasn't up to speed in reality. He was still you know he's still a year or two behind in order for him to be a game changer. Lonzo Ball was never a game changer. It was the worst. Let me let me just put that out here. It was the worst first round draft pick for the Lakers ever okay, and for them to go and grab this guy and claim that he was going to be the second coming for the Los Angeles Lakers, it me. was. It was blasphemy, blast for me. And, and that alone, I went on air, and I said it, and I got some other feelings about this, but Magic Johnson, you know, th- this guy should have had his head examined for grabbing up this guy. Not only do you get a guy that is not worthy of the pick okay just just put just put that all together okay you went for style okay and when you're the franchise that is the story franchise you you need something better than Lonzo Ball Lonzo Ball was not a Magic Johnson Lonzo Ball was not the the Showtime guy He's a role player at best until he learned the game. And there's still no question. We're still questioning whether or not he will be that kind of guy. He might be able to do it over in the team. That's not really competitive like the Pelicans. And he might be able to be the standout to be that guy. And maybe he'll end up on a different team and then be it. But he still has two more years to learn before he becomes a great point guard. The Lakers themselves though, with Magic Johnson grabbing them up, set the franchise back two years. They almost had to let Lonzo Ball go in order to get it. Now the question: What's happening with the Lakers, Cuervo? And I'm just going to put it out there because I am a red eagle. They got some great guys down in the D League, and one of them being Jeffrey Carroll. He will be in a Laker uniform next year. You watch because he's going to make the squad. And this guy a—he is a guard slash small forward that will make an impact watch for him. But what the Lakers need to do though, in reality is they got to get their fan base back. Cuervo, how much pandemonium have they lost in the past five years that they have been irrelevant? And Cuervo, you know, you listen to what people talk about, you know, with the the fall from grace of what the story franchise is, the Lakers almost had to do this deal because they needed to get the fans back because they were not gonna put butts in the seat without another big name and they knew it. No, you're absolutely right, Sonny.
3: Um what I would say is that um you know like you said um you know to on top of finding someone to get butts in um, seats I just think even even last year, man, the the deal didn't get done I think I think there was a little awkwardness there I mean there absolutely was absolutely you you talk about a locker room full of guys that are looking at a guy like LeBron James and saying dude screw you you know you you tried to get me traded you know what I mean so um you know so with that said I that that's another reason why I think the deal absolutely had to get done Um, I agree so you know
1: it's anarchy in the locker room, Querbo. when you got everybody being up considered for trading and they had four of every, four or five of those guys were definitely going to go if someone would have said yes.
3: Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, I mean, obviously LeBron's a Kyle Kuzma fan because he's the one that wound up staying, but, um, you know, I, I just, I just think there would have been too much turmoil and, you know, I mean, this could wind up working out for the Lakers. You know, who knows? I mean, Anthony Davis is an exceptional player. I just don't think he's a guy that's going to help lead you to a championship or really take over once Ron retires as you know the, the the centerpiece to a championship team. They're going to have to get them an All-Star point guard at some point. Uh, you know, if they're going to compete why in the is West. That
1: what, why is that? I mean, well, you you stated the reason that, but I think you're missing – well, I don't think you're missing it. You just didn't mention. We talked about what you said, what they need a point guard. But what's the other big reason why they need to get that point guard? Well, I mean I'm, – I'm, I'm lobbing one to you, my man. This one's simple.
3: Uh, well, I mean <laughs> – uh, see, and I, but I wish I knew where you were going with
1: this. I, sometimes
3: uh, – sometimes I, I Maybe I didn't lock that high
1: enough. Le- LeBron James, sixteen years. I mean, again, I talked about it earlier. This guy is not, This guy's gonna be a shell of himself, guys. I'm, I'm telling you right now, this guy's got some miles on him, and we're not gonna well, see the guy going up and down the court like we have been seeing, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, for the past, you know, sixteen years. This the 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 game is gonna totally change, and not only that, bringing Anthony Davis on, you didn't bring a speedster to this team, Cuervo, did they? absolutely not this guy's not known for his speed this guy's known for his power play the lakers are going to sw- switch and this is just my theory the lakers are going to switch from that the next team that's going to go out there to slow the ball down and power the ball to the basket whether that be with lebron whether that be with davis down there or you know a host of other players that could end up being a los angeles laker but they're going to fit the bill because the the the, the total setup of the team has changed, Guervo. It's not the running gun that they would have been if LeBron was even three years younger. This is going to slow down. This is going to be more of a physical team. And got to, I, I hate I'm going to say this because it hurts my feelings. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be a Laker fan next year. And not because of LeBron James. It's because LeBron James is going to have to change his game. And he is going to be really good at it, Cuervo. If they slow this game down, Quervo, like I think they'll end up doing, we're going to see LeBron James. We're going to see uh, him passing the ball. This guy's going to have assist after assist after assist. He's going to find the open man. And what's going to be the biggest thing is, is it's not going to be on his shoulders to win the game. There will be other people there, whether it be that young cat that you were talking about or Davis, and it will all be on him. I think the game will slow down, and it's going to fit the team for LeBron's sake to keep longevity for him, not just for this year, but a couple of years after. Because if he continues at the speed that he's been playing for the last 16, the dude's done at the end of this season. Hell, he might not even make it there. And the fact that he had those injuries that towards the end of it could be an issue as well if they keep speeding up the game. Watch for the Lakers to slow down a little bit. Yeah, I, I think they have to, Sonny. I mean, they just—they
3: like you said, they don't have the the depth to have a running gun type team like like they did nope. with you know Ball and Ingram and Hart. I mean, because if you notice, <clears throat> all those guys are guards. They the, the yep. Lakers traded all of their guards away, pretty much, for Which tells a tells what they felt about them. <clears throat> Well, and it was to please LeBron. Let's let's be real about it, Sonny. It was to please LeBron uh, yeah, and you're
1: right. give
3: him what he wants. And, look, are the Lakers going to regret doing what they did? Probably. Probably. I'm just going to say it. And then I know Laker fans like the big dog and, and Tarvin. They don't want to hear it. We are our choice, But, though. look. But, yeah, well, I mean, they do they They can choose to ignore what I'm saying. But I'm just telling you what I think. And I think. The Lakers are going to regret what they did because you're going to see how behind they are now when it comes to having somebody that can control the floor for them. LeBron can do it, but it's like you said, he's, he's older. He's not, he's not, uh, you know, he doesn't have the step that he used to have that,
2: that, that
3: initial step that can, you know, he can blow by people and, and things like that. I don't think he has that anymore. I, I don't, and, and it's not me being a LeBron hater. It's me being a LeBron realist, and all these LeBron right, lovers exactly. that need to need to be real with themselves. They need to be honest with themselves and say, you know what, LeBron, like you said, is, is going to be a shell of what he used to be because, you know, nothing against him. It's just the miles. You think about the miles that he has put on his body in the yep. NBA. Like, it's it, it's just, look, I don't care – I don't care how Tom Brady looks. I don't care how far he can throw a football. Father Time is undefeated. All right, so yep. it, it's catching up with LeBron. You know, it could catch up with Brady this year or next year or whenever. Um, he's just he's just a freak, so whatever. But, well, you also um, got to learn
1: how to tweak it, Cuervo. I mean, you think about it. It's you true. I mean? True. And, and true. You, you said you said the name Tom Brady. Well, go back. to the the year when he was suspended for the first four games. What did I tell you coming out of the suspension? This is the best thing to ever happen for the Patriots. Him getting suspended for the first four games was the best thing that ever happened to him. And you know what else is going to happen this year? You look at who might come back and I've already heard the stories about a certain tight yeah. end going back, I told you. but he ain't going I back at you. the beginning <laughs> of the season, Cuervo. Yeah, and you, exactly. You. Yep. And you exactly. Well, I didn't fall for it anyway, but to fall for it and do exactly what they do. We're talking about a guy. You said father time, by the time has the habit of kicking yeah. everybody's ass eventually. Yeah. So what yep. do you do? Yep. You tweak it. Now, Sometimes it's a force tweak, such as Tom Brady being set out four games. I'm telling you right now, when that happened, I jumped for joy as a Tom Brady fan because that's what's best for him. It's going to be the same thing for the uh, tight end out there, you know, big, big guy. You know, it's going to be the best thing for the Patriots. It's going to be the best thing for, for him. So you've got to – and when you have a guy like LeBron James – And you know where he is. Now, this is what I'm going to say for it, Bob. Sometimes we make the statement, if we're thinking about it, they're they're thinking about it. Sometimes I wonder when it comes to LeBron James. And the reason being is, is because everybody had that love affair with him. But if they don't watch the fact that this guy is aging and they don't do anything to prevent injury or minutes on the floor that are completely unnecessary, they're going to make a big mistake. And then when you're talking about whether or not the Lakers are going to make the playoffs, I don't think gonna, so, Jim. You, you, you're not going to do it. Now, then the big question is the fact that they got Anthony Davis was a really good thing for him but Anthony Davis is not going to be the guy that's going to be able to carry this team without a LeBron James. So you better keep this guy healthy because if you expect to go into the playoffs and make an impact, forget making the playoffs, hell, any team that could make it, hell, they should have made it last year. Having Anthony Davis puts them automatically in there, wherever they end up is irrelevant, but what they'll do when they get to the playoffs and knowing that and seeing where it is, I think the Lakers are gonna to have to keep LeBron James off the court and they cannot play him the you know, the, those crazy forty minute games. They gotta keep him in there around thirty to you know, thirty three to thirty four minutes a game and give this guy some rest because it's a long season and we've already heard him moan and groan about how long it is and how quote unquote tired he is. You don't want LeBron James going into the season with him being Tired at any point in the season when you are right now, right now, regardless what they fill it up with, Cuervo, they're in the best position they've been in the last seven years, and that's when, you know, we lost Kobe. You know, well, with the years we lost Kobe, five years. No, no Kobe for five years. You're in the best position you've been since you lost Kobe. You better take advantage of it, and they better do it now, but they better do it smart, and they better tweak it out.
3: Well, they're going to have to, and, you know, um, oh, gosh. I I had a comment. I was going to say it. Yeah, they're going to – I don't know if they're going to put LeBron on a, like, a minute restriction or something like yeah. that. But – um, Oh, okay. I remember now. What I will say is, you know, he might not be – he might not have been his favorite uh, choice or candidate, but I think ha- hiring a veteran coach like a Frank Vogel is, is really going to benefit LeBron just because he's a guy that knows how to manage uh, those type of players that, that, you know, are, quote, unquote, tired, wham. But anyways, um, so, but you know, critical, he, he's a guy vocal, that he,
1: but wait, he's got so experience. Just interject there. So, the, the vocal move might be the problem with the team especially if LeBron don't like him or don't have some mad love for him. Now, he'll say it all, okay? He'll put it out there that he's got mad love for him, but the question will be will we ever really know if he has the, the, the real mad love for him? If there's no love there, Cuervo, that could be, that could be the Achilles' heel of the Lakers in reality.
3: Well, I mean... Uh, at some point, LeBron's going to have to understand that he's, he, you're not going to get everything. You got your cake already. You, you might not get the ice cream, okay? So
2: just be happy
3: that you're playing with guys that you want to play with and take it for what it's worth. Because if if he starts acting up like he normally does and, and complaining, he he's hurting himself, he's hurting the team, and he's going to be sitting at him again in the playoff like he was this year. Uh, wondering what happened to the season, and he's going to have nobody to blame but himself. So, you know, look. Well, I, that's a good point. That 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 I mean, at some point, like, come on, dude. You know, it, it, you're not you're not like God's gift to the NBA. All right, so.
1: No. Well, get over well, yourself. On. Now, if you don't now get, this this if is a quote you don't from get my brother. But this is a quote from my brother he says about the trade, it was no great big surprise. The trade, he said trade me to L.A., which he did, which, by the way, he got fined 50 grand for saying. He uh, okay, put it out there that he will go there. That having been said, though, he said besides really the fact of the matter is no one else had enough to pull it up in the Lakers, which is number one, which is a good thing for them. But the fact of the matter is the NBA right now, in any time in its history, is more about the players than the league. This is a player's league, not a league's league. So, And my brother says, don't kid yourself. The star players run this league. And I think he's right, Cuervo. Okay? They hold all the power, which he continues on and says there. They do. The players hold the power more so than whether it's the NFL, NBA, or Major League Bay, or the NFL – Uh, uh, the uh, major league baseball, you know, out of the top three and hockey, the guys that have more influence on what can end up happening is the Lakers, because the players really run that thing. And frankly, I don't know if that's good, bad, or anything. It's better for the bottom line because the numbers are there, which though, however, the viewership has gone down a little bit as reading something about that. But in order to bring those guys back, you need to put together this. You need to have Anthony Davis. You have to – because guess what? No one was watching LeBron in the West Coast. They were watching him in the East Coast. And not only that, when you move LeBron over to the West Coast, you better give him somebody else that makes it worth the watch because no one on the East side of the country is watching LeBron James. Only people are watching are the West Side. So, you know – you, you talk about a league that is really player all, all about the player. This is what you get. And you get Anthony Davis, you know, what, what's $50,000 Anthony Davis, nothing. That's like me Dropping going out the and having, yeah. It's like me going to a restaurant that I could probably afford, but I shouldn't, but he doesn't even have to worry about whether or not he afford. He can care less as long as the end result was him in LA and you can your bottom dollar, you got that fifty thousand back. So, so there was no really anything to lose in reality for him to say it, especially if he ended up there. So the players have all the power in this, and the league. I think if we don't watch it, uh, but it could start with the Lakers, Quervo, because if they change it, you, the, the third guy, his name keeps slipping my mind. Uh, the the third in the b- big. Three in reality. What's that dude's name again? Is Kyle Kuzma. You got, yeah, Kuzma. If you get Kuzma to start going crazy, because right now Kuzma, you know, is not the, you know, regular guy's name. No one's talking about Kyle Kuzma when you're talking NBA. But if he can turn around and change that around, and hey, when you have Davidson, you have LeBron. One of the, someone's going to have to step up to the plate to make it a three. Like you said, Cuervo, Kuzma's in good, pretty good mm-hmm. – and I think he's got the ability to do it. And, and also, the slowing down of that game will help Kuzma become that guy, I think, in reality.
3: Yeah, and I and I think he's going to be the X factor, so to speak. You yes. know, you would think, oh, LeBron or, or Anthony Davis is – no, I, it's going to be Kyle Kuzma because he's going to be the one that has to – Direct traffic and, and, and be the floor general, to, you know, for LeBron, for Davis. You know, I'm not saying he's he's a better player. I'm not saying he's smarter. I'm not saying he's more talented. But again, guards run the league now, and if you yep. don't have a guard that can direct traffic and can, uh, uh, you know, set some things up for you, then you're just you're not an, you're not going to be an effective basketball team. And that's or at why least create I think, the illusion
1: they can right Cuervo.
3: Well, I mean, yeah. Sometimes you know, sometimes it's about uh, making the illusion, having magic, no pun intended. But um, yeah, that that's why I think I think uh, depending on if New Orleans. By the way, they got the number four pick in that trade in this year's draft. The you know the mm-hmm. draft that's within the next week or two. So they own the number one pick overall and the number four pick overall on top of everything else that they got. So, yes. I, I mean, look, do I, I, you want my honest opinion, Sonny? I think this trade is going to benefit the Pelicans more than it does the Lakers. I really do. Just because well, of. they're
1: in a different conference and the East is wide open. I mean, come on. We, well we no, they're both I think they're here. both in the way. Even though with the Raptors winning the championship, you can't expect a dominant team each and every year out of the Raptors because why? Because they haven't been able to prove that they can do it. It's still wide open Well, over in the East, So that well, you might look, be right.
3: Look, and and here's another thing, and, and I know nobody wants to hear it. There's no guarantee Kawhi Leonard's coming back to Toronto. Absolutely. There's no guarantee that that happens. On top of yep. that on top of that there are already rumors going around. So speaking of getting a point guard, there are rumors going around that LeBron and yes, Uncle Drew himself Kyrie Irving have kissed and made up. And there's, there's are no way that Ky- that Kyrie Irving could possibly go to the Lakers. Now, what are they going to give Boston in return? I don't I don't know. I think they're gonna want second round picks? Well they don't have picks. anything
1: left, where, bro. they left it all out of the That's what play I'm saying. Gift, but yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and look, and we and we both know Danny Ainge is no dummy. Uh, he's nope. gonna get he's gonna get value in return. Unfortunately the Lakers have nothing to give up now. So I don't see it happening, but before the Davis trade went down there were a lot of rumors. And I think I think that's the that's the trade that they should have pursued. If, if, in fact, LeBron and Kyrie kissed and made up and whatever, I think that's the move that the Lakers should have made.
1: I agree. Just you my I don't know why I just agree my with you, opinion. because it didn't happen and they didn't kiss and make up, and all the rumors are out there are just speculation, because guess what? The season's over now, okay? There's nothing left to talk about, but let's, let's start creating news more so than it is really news. I'm telling you right now. That will never happen. We'll never see. We'll never see Kyrie Irving with LeBron James ever again, unless it's an All Star game. But not anymore. away from that. Not anymore. Well, not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's another story. Don't you want to get into it? I don't want to show my age, but the the, the All Star game, the NBA, is a stupid joke, and I don't like it. And I'll never watch it again until they get it back the way it was. Now, that having been said, of course, that's the name of the show, Quervo. You know. We, we got a new team. We have a new team that is on top in the NBA, and that being the Toronto Raptors. You know, God bless them for, you know, three years until they actually got this done. So they got that done, okay? You know, looking at what, like I just said, the East is still wide open because why? Because the Toronto Raptors are going to lose their guy. And not only that, Cuervo, if they don't replace it, okay, then they don't have a snowball chance in hell and repeating, never mind winning the NBA championship, but how you even get into the finals in the first place? So,
2: the, mm-hmm. again,
1: like we talked about at the beginning and the end of last season, the East is wide open because there's nothing there unless Boston can figure out how to make Kyrie happy. And, again, going back to what you said, they need to get some better players on that basketball team so they can make a push into the playoffs. I think if, that, if Boston makes the right moves, they could be in a good place. But now, you, you know, with uh, Kevin Durant, he's not going to play next year, and if he does, it'll be the last three weeks of the game bringing him into the playoffs. Wonderful. Who, uh-huh. you, who's going to be in the position to pop off $25 million for the guy not to play all year long? There are a lot of teams out there that can do it, but when you say it out loud, Cuervo, you've got to stomach what you're about ready to do. You're going to pay someone $25 million to sit. And I don't know how many teams are willing to do something like that with what Kevin Durant can bring you. So the question is that Kevin Durant story. It's getting it's going to be a very interesting thing where he could end up. But when you look at the Raptors' and then we'll go into our first, you know our first top of the hour break. I mean, are you are you thinking that the Raptors have enough? To do what they need to do to get back to at least to the finals,
3: uh, with or without Kawhi
1: Leonard. Well, yeah, how about with? With I don't Kawhi, think they can without. I mean, him. There's no question. I don't think they can no, without him. Unless no they chance. Gra- unless they grab up one of the best free agents that'll be available. I don't have the list in front of me. Unless they grab that that guy, um, I don't think they got a snowball chance in hell. But with him. I still think that they've got some work to do because, simple fact of the matter is, they're still going to run into the brick wall. Now you yeah, have Anthony Davis over with the Lakers as well. You know, you know, getting past getting past the Golden State Warriors, if they keep Kevin Durant and everything else and have him ready for the playoffs because he will be back before the playoffs and they will play him. So, you know, there's just a lot of what-ifs going on right now, and Kevin Durant's at the middle of that what-ifs.
3: Well, I mean <laughs> yeah, he's definitely in the middle of that, but uh I, I think I think um teams need to just look past Kevin Durant. I'm mean, obviously he's not gonna be of any service to anybody next season. Uh because keep, so I'm not too familiar with Achilles' tears, Sonny. I mean, what's the recovery time on is that is that a whole year? One year. year.
1: One wow. year—that's huge whole year. loss. That is for insane. It, well, it's it's a huge loss, but here, here, it's not a huge loss for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's going to end up getting his money regardless. Uh, and one without—and and by the way, someone's going to pay him twenty-five million dollars to sit for the whole year, whether that's Golden State or anybody else who decides to pick him up. Someone's going to pay the man, so uh, he's not losing yeah. a penny. He's not losing a penny. In reality, and not only that, when he comes out of it, he opens himself up for free agency, and he's going to get even more. So, feeling sorry for Kevin Durant as far as so, money is concerned, yeah. You don't need to, but whether or not how he plays, if he'll no. play, when he play, that you know, I'm not even worried about that with Kevin Durant because this guy's going to be the main guy somewhere. The big question is, is where and who's going to be and who's going to me up the twenty-five to twenty-six million dollars for the guy to sit the bench the whole year long. And the only team that's really Honestly, capable or able to do it, I think, is is Golden State. And I just I don't
3: know. I mean, I'm not breaking any news here, Sonny, so we don't need to hit the Ted Koppel button.
1: But <laughs> I, I fully expect
3: I fully expect Golden State to to retain Kevin Durant. I I don't see them risking letting him test free agency because, look, sometimes guys mysteriously miraculously are ahead of schedule with their recovery by a month or two and you give any team that glimpse that uh, that that small chance that yep. oh crap you know there there's a potential that he could play for us for the last 20 30 absolutely. games absolutely the, the season. Playoffs. absolutely well and and that's, and that's assuming that it's a team that makes the playoffs a team like the New York yep. Knicks not going to happen. Like you're going to get in the last 30 games of the season, and that's pretty much it. Um, you might win half of them, but it won't get into the playoffs. Let's be real. But uh, but but like Golden State, I mean, look, I mean, they'll get they'll be a playoff team. even without Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, which you know prayers to him I and mean, tearing your ACL is not not an easy injury to recover from either. So. Um, those are guys that are going to be down for them all season long. Um, but I've always said that Clay Thompson is going to be the guy that leaves Golden State before anybody else does. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, because I mean, suffering a torn ACL, I mean you, that that's a guy that's probably not going to play next season either. So the question is, yep. what does Golden State do with him? I think that's the bigger question. I think I think Kevin Durant is is a more obvious. Um, a more obvious option as far as keeping, but what do you do with the Klay Thompson situation? I know he's not as much money as a Kevin Durant, but if you think about it, you can you can save yourself whatever Klay Thompson's salary is, 12, 13 million bucks or whatever it is, and pursue something else. Um, and, and you cut ties well, with Klay Thompson. Oh, wait,
1: wait, Cuervo, if you're going to give up Klay Thompson. Better get something in return for that guy. I mean, injury agent, or sonny. not, injury, injury or agent. not, queer, Yeah, queer vote. So, it, I, and maybe it's me, and maybe I'm off in left field. But if you're Clay Thompson, I don't think you want to go anywhere else right now. I, I mean, you no. Know, the listen, I get it. I understand when when you're talking about going to a new place. And you talk about whether it, it's all about chemistry. They already know he already knows what kind of chemistry that he has, and when they are at full strength. So the question will be: Is will Clay Thompson, you know, decide that this, you know, that it's not about, you know, chemistry? Okay, it's not about how well he would play with, the, you know, the team that he's already on. It'll be about in reality. He's going to be testing the free marketing. If he becomes that guy, Cuervo, I think he could ruin his career because who knows what team he'll end up on. That's, and that's why I, I worry about Clay Thompson. I mean, if this, this guy could end up in New Orleans, for God's sake, on the Pelicans, I'm not on a real NBA basketball team with a real name. <laughs> okay? No, God, no. Could you no. imagine that? Because guess what? Son- who has the money for it right now, Cuervo? The, the I got Pelicans the answer got to that the money. The Pelicans you, got that money. That. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They do now.
3: I mean, they got rid of a huge yeah. salary in Anthony Davis, yeah. but, uh, yeah. I mean, you think about all those other salaries, but they're going to have to pony up now. Uh, I don't see, I don't see all three of those guys making it past this seed, this coming up season on that Pelicans team. I see one of those guys getting shipped off somewhere. Um, but
1: uh I'll tell you look what to it, the it, Italian it, league with uh Lonzo Ball oh god, I just said it.
3: <laughs> le, le, no, one of the other brothers
1: Oh that uh, that was even mean for know, me, Cuervo. That, that that was that was even beyond <laughs> what I do. I'm sorry. I
3: got the answer though. If Clay Thompson is no longer a Golden State warrior, I could very well see a situation where in other now and honor of Father's Day, he could wind up following in his dad's footsteps. Now, Corvo, who's his dad? Well what? Sonny, you might be familiar with this.
1: Uh, well Michael my father Thompson is, is his daddy, if he Yes. Michael Thompson. Yes, yeah. Yes. So And who did so he play if anybody for? knows the history of who Michael 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 is, he's the he was the Golden State Warrior and a Laker.
3: Los all Angeles right, what, Lakers.
1: No, no, he was a Laker. Wasn't he
3: was. He he was on the Showtime teams with Worthy and Magic yeah, and and all those right. guys. He was part of that. He was part of that Showtime. Yeah. So, could I see a scenario where Clay comes down to L.A. and becomes their uh, their number two shooting guard? Yeah, I could see that. Following his dad's footsteps, Built something here uh-huh. in L.A. with with Bron and 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 and. Anthony Davis, Kuzma, you know, and, and I think they would have the money so he can get paid. paid! So, that's that's just a, you know, an outside the box thing. Well, maybe not even outside the box,
2: just just an idea I had. And
3: I went totally silent. I don't know if Sonny muted himself or I hear no background. I don't hear Sonny talking.
2: All right, folks. So we're we're uh,
3: running into a little bit of technical little phone issue. So. Uh, what he's going to do is he's going to cut to a commercial break. He's going to get his phone up and running again. This is Sunny Clark Radio. And, uh, place. So you're
1: rally? You at Eagles letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggy's Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Baggy's Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggy's Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggy's Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggy's Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is seven Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Roulette. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash you can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972 722 9300 or log online budgetblinds.com forward slash
0: Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. REMAX agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a REMAX agent.
1: Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Fortney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469 469- 556-6364. Six,
0: Built in 2004, this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors, plus two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. RE-MAX agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a RE-MAX agent.
1: Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469 556 6364. That's 469 556 6364. This is 7 o'clock radio voice at your Rowlett Equals asking Are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend, Michael Smith, of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe burst in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation. Restoring the calm after the storm. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice, and your are Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles, or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting, located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 initial consolation fee includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact Tammy at 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com.
3: Uh, working on getting his uh, communication back up, and, and you're going to just hear me chatter and, and uh, pretty much not say a lot. So, uh, for those who haven't, with us, uh, first of all, appreciate you guys joining us. Happy all the out there, getting it done, uh, being dad, doing doing what dads do. So, um, big talk, obviously, in sports this morning. Um, And probably for the rest of the weekend It is the trade that the Lakers made acquiring Anthony Davis from the New Orleans Pelicans uh, In exchange for uh, Was it Lonzo Ball It was Josh Hart Brandon Ingram Three first round picks A Toyota Corolla A two bedroom house Oh yeah No they didn't get that out But but you get my point The, the, The Lakers gave up a whole lot of assets to get Anthony Davis uh, in in exchange. So, what does that do for the Lakers? How does that shape uh, you know the franchise in years to come? And and what about the Pelicans? Where do they go from here? I mean, they lose their All Star. Um, you know, they grab up uh, you know some good play in return. Uh, look, they have the they have the the number one pick overall, which everybody knows it's going to be Zion Williamson. So you're going to have him on the Pelicans. The question is, what do the Pelicans do with that number four overall pick? I've heard, obviously, all the different scenarios. They could keep it. They could trade it. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of different directions, you know, and, and that's, how, that's how you set yourself up for success. Um, you know, whether the Pelicans have the, the, the intelligence to make it work for themselves, and it sounds like we have feedback uh um, whether they have the intelligence to make it work for themselves is going to be the question because look you can you can uh you can lead the horse to water but you can't make him drink so you
0: know
3: the, the pelicans are really in a great situation Sonny I think where
2: you know they too.
3: they have they have a lot of different ways that they can go with all of the assets that they have um just the question is are they going to are they going to do the right thing with those assets and and set themselves up for success? Well,
1: yeah, it's it just all depends. I mean, it is New Orleans, okay? All right, so they're not known for making you know any you know blockbuster deals or anything else. But in reality, Cuervo, when you look at the when you look at the Pelicans, and if they want to be really relevant, they have to do that at some point. But the question is, we still get back to the fact that will they be able to do it? And like you said, they got some good assets. How about three picks in the first round, four picks now? If I'm not mistaken, I mean, Mm -hmm. can can you get somebody for that? I would think so. But the question is, will or who will be that person that a team will give up in order to do that? And you know, the the, you you look at the Pelicans and look at what they got in the in the trade and everything else. I don't think there's anybody in the trades. Situation: the the names, the you know, Lonzo Ball and, and you know, stuff like that. There's not enough names there for them to grab up the name. In reality, now you know I like Brandon Ingram. I I, I like Brandon Ingram more than I like Lonzo Ball. You know, but he's not going to be that guy. So if you're the Pelicans, you're going to have to take a run. You're going to have to take a risk, and and this is a franchise risk that you're going to have to to make in reality. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you, you know. Obviously, Williamson is the guy that's going to be coming out in the draft. You're not going to get it. So it's straight and simple. You're not going to get well, get that guy. Uh, he's too. He's way too much of what you know. Teams are are going to be looking at. So, or is uh, th- that being the case? And me, I'm not. I'm not a Williamson fan. I know I should be, but I'm not. Um, I I I just don't. I'm not falling for that. You're falling for him, okay? Now that's just me because the reason why I don't like it is there's too much too much hype about a guy, and when there's too much hype about a guy, I get disinterested immediately. Now I know mm-hmm. that's stupid. Don't get me wrong. This show has never been about you know clear mindedness, but something tells <laughs> me that. This, this this is not this is not the thing. So when I move a little bit further down there, is it is it, you know, out of Murray State? Is it Morant? I don't know. Is it Barrett? I don't know. I mean, you know, who are gonna be the guys that might be able to turn around your franchise? You know, I, I'm just I whoever gets Zion Williams better get this guy trained up because you don't wanna be that one team that grabs up that first round draft pick that's gonna be God's gift and it's not gonna work. And you know, I, I Zion Williamson. You know, you know on paper and everything that's written down. But me, when I look at him, okay, I didn't watch a lot of him. All I did is listen to him, Cuervo. And what I mean by listen to him is is that his silence meant a lot to me. Okay, it really meant a lot to me in reality when he didn't answer would he go ahead and not play for the rest of the year? Now, Grammys, he did. He played for the rest of the year. I get it. But the fact that he didn't answer that question, it makes me, and, and I may be wrong, and I know he is protecting his paycheck because really in reality, when, whenever we're talking about things like that, it, it's not about it. When the guy's coming out of college, it's not about the money because there, there's a, somewhat of a cap on it. Okay? So th- it, really in reality, it's not about the money. I question heart. And the fact that he didn't come out and say, if I'm ready to go at the end of this and, and I got a chance to play in the final four or in, in the tournament, I will. The guy never did it, Cuervo. The guy never did it. So that bothers me when I look at Zion Williams. I know that shouldn't, but that, I question the guy's heart because a guy that has a heart, and, I, and I, I'm going old school, I know, but I'm going to go to the newest old school guy that I know, which is Kobe. Kobe in ten seconds if he went to college, which he didn't. He would have said, Yeah, I'll be there. You're damn right I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna take over the i am I'm gonna take over the damn tournament and we're gonna to win the championship. We heard crickets from this guy, Cuervo. Cricket. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not someone told to be crickets is really irrelevant because when a guy that has passion for the game, you can't shut him up. He says something. And this guy was crickets. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big on Zion Williams, Williamson because I don't think he's in it for the heart. Now, always, now, always put me on the back burner with you. If you have the heart and you can get the money, I'm all about you. But I just don't get it from this guy Cuervo, and and I know I'm wrong, and I know I'm being, I know I'm being foolish when I say it, because everybody in their mother is saying you gotta go and get this guy, okay? Well, the last guy that I remember getting all this talk in any sport, the last guy that actually lived up to it was one in years and years and years, and that's suck. Take away from that, Cuervo, every guy that they're saying they are the, the money makers. On he's, the, he's the guaranteed next thing. Failure. fall in your face. And I always believe that that is about heart, not about the money, because these guys are going to get the money. Zion Williams, and he's going to get up front because of his contract. It's going to be all the other. He's going to make the money. So I don't care about that. I care about the player, and I just don't get it with him. Um, But with the Pelicans, should the Pelicans go after it? Theoretically, Cuervo, everything on paper and everything, yes. You've got to be that guy because you don't want it to be the Zion Williams and that is going to be that superstar and become the next, big thing, you know, and be the guy that turns up the NBA for the next 10, 15 years. <clears throat> All
3: right. So I'm going to, allow me to go on my soapbox for just a quick moment. Okay.
1: And I, I have do it every to, week. So ask, go ahead, Cuervo.
3: <laughs> I have to ask question that people are probably, you're probably going to get emails and, and I'm being serious. I, know I go don't going to really joke around. Can we, Joan? And the, and, and I know really I took around and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to get emails saying fire the co-host. I think this one is going to actually, you know, going to get some attention. Why are people so hyped up over this guy? I,
2: I don't, don't know.
3: I don't, I don't see it, You, Sonny. you know, I'm going to tell you who he reminds me of. Uh, <clears throat> and this guy didn't turn out to do much. Matter, matter of fact. I think he's on the Pelicans now, and he was drafted by the Lakers. How coincidental is that? He reminds me of Julius Randle from Kentucky. Okay. Big guy, got some yep. athleticism,
2: okay.
3: yep. can power dunk the basketball. Oh, my God, he can power dunk the basketball. Let's make him the number one pick overall. Yeah, yeah, give him a golf clap, please. Other than that, I don't see anything that sh- that says, Talent, generational talent. He has generational. That's a good word maybe, for it.
1: Generational talent. I like that, Cuervo.
3: Maybe, maybe generational size, or you know, generational athleticism see? for his size. But I don't see the talent there. The only thing I have seen this guy do is power dunk go under the rim. You know, and I don't see. You know, how's his range from 15 feet? Can he hit a jump shot? How, I mean, can he hit from three? Um, how well can he dribble the basketball? Will he get the ball stripped from him uh, every time that he has to handle the ball a little bit? Because I don't think so, sometimes, sometimes. sometimes, as a power forward, you know, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to get double teamed. And are you going to be able to get out of that? Or are you just going to pass? You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, like I mean, Sonny, you you've played more organized basketball than I did, so those are the questions that I think about, and I'm sure you thought about them already too. So, to me, he's another Julius Randle uh, that <laughs> is probably not going to amount to a whole lot. Now, could he prove me? <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> <clears throat>
3: could he prove me wrong? You yes, okay he, over could. That? he could. He
0: yeah.
3: but. Right now, I don't see the hype about the guy. I don't John think Morant that. from Murray State is going to be a much better player than I Dion think so, is.
2: too.
3: I think and so, whoever too. Gets him, whoever gets him, which is probably going to be uh, – who's Who's number two? The Grizzlies, right? I think the Grizzlies have, I think,
1: I, I have the number look. two. I, I, I'll, I'll get the NBA but draft order. But. The, Knicks, the Knicks are three.
3: I know that. And then.
1: Yeah, because of, yeah, uh,
3: now, because of everything well, Now the Pelicans
1: have number four as well. So. Well, Grizzlies have number two, Cuervo. You're right. Yeah. It is. So, yep. so you got the Pelicans, they, Grizzlies, uh, Knicks, and Lakers. Well,
3: it was the Lakers. It was. But oh, now, yeah. now yeah, it's New right. Orleans again. Yeah.
1: Now it's New Orleans again. That's so, how you build a franchise, Cuervo
3: right but they got to get the right guys sonny i mean we used to say it all the time i mean you can have the first 5 picks in the draft but if you if you draft you know four duds and one star uh it's not looking too good so yeah um i don't know i i just based on the the grizzlies roster do they need a job Morant? you know and if they do then congratulations to them because they're getting themselves a guy that can can truly uh, be a difference maker on a, on a basketball team that's my opinion again they could prove me wrong you know could it's it's just kind of like the Derrick rose Michael Beasley uh, argument you know who's going to be the better yeah. guy yeah so, you know and when the bulls were blessed to have that number one pick of course they're going to take the Chicago kid yeah why would you not pick? Chicago kid Derrick Rose, oh, yeah. and it wound up. I mean, and it wind up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Uh, but uh. But I don't know.
1: Just, 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 What is the big deal about him? I can't get over
3: <laughs> what people are so in love with Zion about. I don't see it, son. I don't see Why, the diversity it, I know game. what it is,
1: Cuervo, You mentioned it. You just didn't even realize you mentioned it. Okay. All right, so let's take a look at it, Quervo. In the in the in the NBA in the NFL, what is it? Who's the who's the big? It's the guy that can put the ball down the field. It's about the quarterback, right? I mean, right? Yes. So Yes. In yes. baseball, what is it about? In baseball, the guy who can hit the home run or have the best pitcher. One of the two, but really in reality, it's about it's about the home run guy. And and all this guy is is a dunking machine. Listen, when you're you're seven foot whatever, you're going to dunk a basketball. And this goes back to me being the jerk that I am. I'm thoroughly not impressed. I care less if you can dunk the basketball. Can you move ball? Can you move the ball with the dribble? Can you make a good move to the inside baseline to make yourself an advantage on the baseline to get the ball to the basket? I have not seen that in this guy. I haven't seen the guy being able to pull up from 15 foot and and drain a 15 footer. Okay, so until I see that from a guy, and granted, I might not have seen it. Maybe he does it. But I, listen, I watched. I, I I don't know about you, but I, I watched the tournament. Okay, I wasn't thoroughly impressed by him. Matter of fact, I didn't even pick Duke to win it because of this guy. Mhm. So, here you know, go, Sonny. Th-
3: go ahead. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is what I'm talking about right here. Listen to this. So you know, games played, whatever minutes he averages, thirty minutes a game. Field goal percentage, sixty-eight. That's that's awesome. Hey, good for him. Thirty-three percent from three-point. That's actually not too bad as a big guy. Here's here's what I have a problem with. And here is is gonna be the difference between him being a star and him being a dud. Sonny, Zion Williamson, you ready for this? Shoots sixty four percent from where? Yeah, the free throw. He is a he is a sixty four percent free throw shooter.
1: That wow. to me tells me everything I need to know about him. Well hold on now wait wait, now that's is that fair? Because go back to Shaq. I mean listen. Guy could guy couldn't hit the broad side of the barn from a free throw line. Okay? Simple fact. And he called it Hack of Shaq for a reason. Well Shaq is
3: also seven <laughs> foot four, three hundred pounds of muscle when he played
1: what, what, what's the pedigree? What's the pedigree of Zion Williamson? Do you know? Zion is six foot seven, two eighty
3: five. He's a large dude. I'm not. What? I'm not questioning his size. Like I said, he's a generational, size wise, generational guy. But what's he doing with all that? You know what I mean?
1: Sixty yes, four
3: percent from the free throw this
1: line. Yep. Good point.
3: My point. The reason I bring that up, Sonny. It's because guys like that get hack a shack all the
1: time, right?
3: So, prove you
1: can be an NBA player from the, from the charity strike. And if that guy does not get along, if that guy does not get along with the charity strike, and what I mean by that, and those that know basketball terms, that means time to shooting free throws, free throws, free throws, free throws, free throws. It's a free time, you get there two hours early just to shoot. First. He stays there two hours later. This is this guy doesn't put that up, Cuerpo. You're right, taking young Cuerpo. I think I still go back with that. I am right there with you. I don't know what I don't know what's so exciting about this guy. I really, really don't. And I might be blocked. Oh,
3: wait, wait, but, wait, 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 know. wait. I know what it is. I know what it is, Sonny. I know what it is. I know why people okay. are so excited about him. Because against North Carolina he blew a shoe out of his foot. I, I, That's why. Isn't that isn't that great? Let's make him the number one pick. Yeah, he, let's do that. A, he blew a I, shoe. I, <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs>
3: all right, come on, man. I, I like, get it,
1: Cuervo. I I am right there with you.
3: I don't. I, I I just don't see the diversity in his game, Sonny. I don't see it. He knows how to post up. I don't even low care about. Hey,
1: Great. This this guy's not that's even that's worth right. writing home to mama about. And and Cuervo. I know how ridiculous I sound, Cuervo, but I'm telling you right now, you just go back in the history of this show. When I make statements, crazy statements like that, okay, some, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty good at finding those crazy statements around 75%. This guy isn't going to amount to anything until his fourth year in, in the league. And I don't know if there's any team that it, you know that is in the position that they're in to have that number one through the number seven pick in the NBA lottery draft. That can afford for this guy not to be an instant hit, and the odds be miss, big time. And you know, but you go back, you know, go back to Cuervo. real so simple. I just think there are a lot of other guys. I think, I think Morant's going to, I think Morant's going to tear this tear this league up. He's going to be the guy. And not only that, Cuervo. Just if you go to Duke, okay. I, I, I know this sounds nuts, but I think I'd rather have Barrett. I think I'd rather have Barrett, a shooting forward more so than power, but he can show the power. But this guy's a shooting forward, and if you're the Pelicans, again you know, I don't know. I, obviously, I, I put I would put Zion Williamson behind Barrett from his own team, and I know that sounds nuts, but you got the. I mean, look at the Golden State Warriors. Okay, you got shooters on that team. Guess what's what. Win- Guess what's winning championships right now, Cuervo? It's not the power underneath the basketball. It's the finesse game. It's the guys shooting from 10 to 15 feet out and draining them. And guess what? There it is, that guy. Now, that's, that's a personal opinion. And me being the GM of every NBA basketball team in, in there, you know, I know, I know better. But I'm telling you right now, the money also savings that you get from a bear from a Williamson, it also changes my mind. Because you know the money that this guy's going to demand. And if he doesn't go number one, he's still going to demand number one money. You know, it, it is what it is. This is going to be interesting. I'm very interested in who's going to take this guy. I don't know if it's going to be the Pelicans. All reports say it's going to be the Pelicans, Guillermo. Um, uh-huh. But picking up those extra draft picks puts them in a position where they can end up getting more guys like a Barrett, a Hunter, or a or, or, uh, Garland that's going to be coming out of Vanderbilt. A uh, White out of North Carolina is a good ball player as well. So they got, they're going to be in the position where they could possibly, and I say possibly, possibly pick up three of the top eight players in the NBA draft um, with those picks. So if they get the opportunity, they might have a new squad, but you also need something to glue it together. And Cuervo, I'm just not seeing any glue unless they go out and get that guy. But that guy that they're going to have to go get, Cuervo, is going to have to learn to play with all these young new dudes that they're going to be bringing on this squad. There's no question. A few of them will end up down in their, in, in their G League. All right, but I'm telling you quite a few of them are going to be on that basketball court because they've got a lot of money invested in this first round. <laughs>
3: Yep, no, you're right. And again, I mean they, they have to evaluate and be true 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 to what it is that they need. So um yeah, you know, I mean obviously the Pelicans don't need any guard play. I mean they just they just got three guards in a trade, so um Yep. You know, so yeah, I mean do they need a big man? Yes they do. Um but do I think Zion is gonna be the guy that's gonna be the difference maker? No I don't. I just yeah. don't see it. But, but again, I mean, could he prove us wrong? Hell yeah, he probably, he can, but I think it goes back to what you just mentioned revenue. The guy's going to be, he's yeah. going to be selling jerseys. Yeah. They're going to be flying off, off the hangers, Sonny. And, and that's, that's why you take a guy like that. If, if yeah, you know, if, if, if for anything, you're just going to, you're going to make some, you're going to make some legal money off him. This is not the NCAA anymore. This is the MBA.
1: Like right? right.
3: you can make as much
1: money as you want off of his name. So Hey, do you know how much a cut they uh, get at Jersey sales? They get a cut of it. I mean how much do you know
3: what it is? I don't even know. Uh, it's probably a, a drop in the bucket, Sonny. I don't know, maybe five percent. I'm not sure.
0: I'm not I'm yeah, not, 100% not sure. Either, sure but... But
3: that's definitely something we can look up and find though.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Google has the answer you know, to that question. No, I haven't even been to Cuervo. I've had some interesting conversations all this week. Now, we, but before I get to that, Raptors are the NBA champions. Now, I love Cuervo to death, or uh, Tarvin to death, and I do love you too. But I love Tarvin to death, but Tarvin picked the Raptors at the beginning of this. And, and I, my mind wants to ask the question, did Tarvin pick – the Raptors because he really honestly truly thought they were going to win that series or no. did he just pick them no. to be the only guy on the outside to pick them and my <laughs> something's telling me and Tarvin I know you'll message me after this I don't think he picked him because he actually really thought that the Raptors were actually going to win this series but he, I think he picked them just to, to pick them and to be right and he got lucky I
3: think he picked I think he picked them. To you know I think Well I mean look A huge thing was that Durant was injured Throughout the series okay he played What that quarter and a half Before you know his whole leg Just took an earthquake on him And on that step and uh, You know it, But aside from That though Sonny you know you know you and I Both know Tarvin well enough to know That that pick was made out of Spite of the Golden State Warriors because he doesn't like the Warriors so, and we know how we know how Tarvin is he he's he is a guy he's gonna pick if he hates the one side he's gonna he's gonna root for the other so, um, you know yeah exactly so
0: um
3: so that's what I think I think because he doesn't like the Warriors in spite of them he picked Toronto to win now I I don't know I mean. He'll argue, he'll argue to the cows come home that that's not why he picked them. But you and I, Sonny, we we know, we know Tarvin. I just want to know that that's why. I
1: just <laughs> And
3: I I'll be waiting for the message. I'll be waiting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so Tarvin, message us right as soon as you listen it. Now. Just to let you know, he listens while he's at work. He does forget the message just because he got busy and forgot about it. And he listens what our show while of at work. So hopefully he will remember us. You know, you know, kind of you know jabbing him a little bit here. But yeah, so you know all about it. So now I go back to what I said earlier. I still don't think they have what it's going to be. T- and obviously they're going to have to keep their guy. They're not going to be able to keep their guy. Um, and so that opens up the E square vote. So I'm not worried about the Raptors next year. And so much so I'm calling it right now. They're not, they're, they might make the playoffs, but they're not making the NBA finals. I mean, especially, especially if they, if they're unable to hold on to the, um, what's the, what's, I keep getting him and Kyrie Irving mixed up. It's not Irving. Who's the guy, the, the big guy up there. With who, um, with the Raptors, who's the big guy? who's not going to be Kawhi there next Leonard. year. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Leonard's not going to be there next year. If he is, I, I hey, if he's there, I say hey, there it is. But if Kawhi Leonard's not there, that opens up the East to anybody. In reality, so the you know, the you know, I'd love to see in the and maybe it's me, maybe it's because I am just that Boston guy, you know, as far as the Celtics well, are I concerned, think- dude. Dude, I loved the Celtics when I was a kid. I used to watch Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, all those guys in the parish underneath the baskets going up against the bad boys and the Bulls and everything else. I loved I,
0: I loved it.
1: So I think I got – and then you got Danny Ainge, you know, going back and he's, you know, kind of covering everything after he was in Phoenix when I lived in Phoenix. So, you know, I still got – I got some mad love for the Boston Celtics, and I think if they give enough – you know, I don't know if they got enough on their squad to to do it. They're going to have to get a name. But right now, you know, you know, just, just my want with the Boston. But I don't think they unless they make a move, they're going to have to get a guy Cuervo. They, they they need someone to drill that home. They got a lot of talent on that team, but they need someone to bring it home. And they need a name. And and Danny Ainge, that's going to have to be his job. He's going to have to go out and get somebody. The question is, who is that? And there are a couple of names that are out there. Obviously we're talking about the guy from Toronto. He's he's out there. You know you, you know, well and the whole situation um with the Lakers, they got their guy, so, so.
2: And
3: it sounds, Sonny went silent on us, so let me make sure that he knows that. Give us a second folks he's having issues with his second phone. He'll most likely cut to a commercial, so just, just hang on with us, everyone. Um, we'll get we'll get back up and running.
1: cuervo are you there? I'm here, sir. I don't know how well you can hear me. I hear you just fine, okay. I am on the direct connect. I'm not even on my phone so so my the the regular stuff I use. It has died out, and we'll we'll try try to pick it back up. I'm glad you're still there. And it accidentally muted you, or you called back in. That's why you were muted. So you were dead there for a little bit, but we are
0: back.
3: Yeah, I hung up on accident, so um, I called back in. That's
1: what what happened. yeah, so we're all set. We're going to do this direct connect until my phone can get a few bars of charge on it. So, we, you know, we, we still we still got quite a bit. We got an hour and 15 minutes left to go in the show. And so we'll continue with what we're doing here, and then we'll get back to the regular sound. I don't know how bad the sounds are or how bad AM I sound right now, but this is my Amazon Fire that I'm using in order to direct connect. So we're here. Uh, yeah, we'll just so, roll through with what we were talking about so where were we by the way before i was so rudely interrupted
3: yeah no so it, it does st- it does sound like you're a little distant from like your mic your mic or wherever you're talking from other than that you sound clear you sound you know there's no uh, uh delay or any type of
1: uh
3: static in better? your voice or nothing like that and uh, no, I mean, yeah, it sounds good. It sounds good, uh, but yeah, I'm leaning about, up to the but... tablet. <laughs> there you go. Well, we were what we were talking about was if Toronto doesn't keep Kawhi Leonard, who's going to take over the Eastern Conference? And
2: I think Absolutely. the obvious choice is
3: Boston. I mean, I know you were talking about the Celtics, and, and, and you know, growing up as a fan of the Celtics, I, I think they're the obvious choice. Um, I know everybody's in love with Milwaukee, but what I saw from Milwaukee this year is just I don't think they have enough on the defensive side. Um, offensively, they're, they're as skilled as it gets, but I just think they're going to have some problems defensively stopping teams when it really matters in the playoffs, and that's why they're not – they weren't in the finals this year.
1: Right. Yeah, and so. you're right. They need to definitely shore up the defensive side of the ball, or it's going to be forget the playoffs. They might not even make it into the playoffs. They're going to have to shore up the defensive side of the ball and become stronger there. Because if they don't, it's gonna it's gonna have an effect on that team. So you're absolutely right. So I think the Celtics that that'd be the place for them to go in reality, um, because they would. I think they'd own the East if that ended up happening.
3: Um, if if what happens, I, I miss what you said. If, if, if he
1: went to the, if he went to Boston, I think I think that the Celtics would go ahead, and I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard. If they if, if they free if they get him and square him in there, I think the Celtics could write the oh tickets right into goodness. the NBA playoffs. Oh,
3: that just wouldn't be fair if Kawhi became a Celtic. I mean, him with Irving, Jason Tatum. And the other guys, that they had, uh, Gordon, uh, Gor- what's his name? Uh, Gordon Butler, or, or I forget his name now. Gordon Hayward. He went to Hayward. Yeah, Butler. Yeah, Hayward. Because uh, he went to Butler. That's why I don't know why I said Butler, but um, yeah, that guy. Uh, I think they still have. Al Horford, maybe they don't. I can't remember. Yes, they, they still have Al,
1: but he's getting older too, Cuervo. So that, that's he another is. thing. You yeah. can still utilize Horford uh, with him getting up there in age. It'd be, you know, that give him more times off of the court and be, you know, be ready for games that. Uh, they'll need him for, which they'll need him. There's no question. I don't think there's any question whether or not they'll need now Holford, so, but I don't think you have to keep him on the floor for you know over 30 minutes a game, and that's only going to be good for him, oh. especially towards the end of the season and moving into the playoffs.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, they've, you know, Boston's had their share of injuries over the c- couple years, um, so it's not like, you know, it's not like they've been able to rely on their full uh, full squad. So, um, you know, if they were to add Kawhi Leonard, they'd be able to sustain an injury, you know, even a big one. So,
1: yeah, I think I think. And it's pretty sad when you take one guy off your team. And I, of course, we're talking about that. I mean, and the Raptors don't either. A, if they make the playoffs, they make it by the skin of their teeth. I mean, because you're talking about a huge old loss. And you know, granted, I don't know what they'll end up getting when it comes to the draft, or even for that matters, even free agency. But if they if they lose that guy, that it, you know that they are putting themselves behind the eight ball before they even take one step out on the basketball court next year.
3: Yeah, I mean if, if Toronto wants to defend their title, they're gonna have to
1: keep Kawhi this year. If not,
3: then I, I honestly, Sonny, I don't I, I barely see them making the playoffs to be able to defend their title. So Yep. Um that's gonna be a huge thing is you know, them be trying to convince Kawhi to stick around. Um no, obviously, Dude,
1: a I think the trip will definitely help. Didn't he already say he was just pretty much out of there? I mean, I, I thought I read somewhere that he says I'm done. You know, this is good fun everything, but he's done. Um, so he probably just wants to be back in the states. Probably, you know, you know, even though Toronto's beautiful. I mean, you get up into Toronto, you you got a beautiful area there, but it's just not the states. And I, you know, I think I thought I read someplace that he's already, you know. Already said what he's going to do. But uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But the Raptors are going to have to pony over some money because the taxes up there is what's going to kill Kawhi Leonard, especially how much money he's going to end up making. If he ends up with a tax, uh, if he also, you think about this. Uh, if he goes ahead and he signs somewhere, okay, the problem, you know, how much money they lose in taxes is huge. Now, with them being up in Toronto, he lost a lot of it. So, he wants to be back down in the state so he can keep some of it and you know depending on what's going to end up happening could he end up in a state where they don't where they don't have state taxes could save millions of bucks too depending on the team like down here down here in Texas okay you got San Antonio you have Dallas and you have Houston all right to put more money in your pocket, you go to one of those three teams. And Right now, Houston would be the team to go to um, because they're the better ones. And San Antonio would be second, and the Dallas Mavericks are so just god-awful. Um, so the only place as far as Texas are concerned, put more millions of dollars in his pocket because of taxes, Houston, I mean, now that's me using my brain. L- Lord knows I I should never be never be using my brain more so than anything, but it just depends on how much he feels the money is important to him. I uh, mean and I don't even know. I, I look at the Houston's lineup, I see who they have in their roster, and I gotta ask myself, is Kawhi Leonard a guy that can that can actually survive there and be a guy that can actually, you know, make a difference. I don't know. What do you think, Warville? I absolutely think he can. I mean
3: look, he did it in his first year. In Toronto, his first and only year, he's won a championship. You know, yeah. something that they couldn't they couldn't do with Demar Derozan there for six, seven years, however long it was. Um, you know, and, and so Kawhi steps in and in his first year. I mean, I, I I doesn't it really it doesn't get a whole lot more impressive than that
0: to be able right. to come in
3: your first season, uh, uh, and he didn't need a big three, okay. That's a stab at LeBron, by the way. Uh, but he didn't yeah, need anybody to join him in Toronto. Pretty much the deal was made, and he said, All right, I'm going <laughs> to roll with these guys. And that's it. Yeah, that, that was comical, good.
1: I know. It, it is. It's great, it's fantastic. So, you know, yeah, the Raptors do what they did. They got the championship, and, and listen, they've been viable for the last three years. They needed the guy to get them over the hump. They got the guy, you know, and like you said, they didn't need a big one, two or three. They just needed a big one, and they got the big one, and they ended up bringing home the big one, which is the championship, which is, which is definitely a great knock on LeBron James or anybody else who wants to do that. I mean – you know, so you you look you look at that. I mean, he's a step ahead of everybody. And then if he does go to a big three, I mean, it, it just makes him that much easier and better. So, you know, it, it's whether or not you know this is all about the money. There is no question about where he can end up. And then at that point, what what what's more important? How much of it he's gonna want to keep in his pocket? Because right now, if I look at money and good situation, I. I I look Houston, but then again, you know, look at the division, Cuervo. I mean, you, you look at the division or conference they're in, Cuervo. They're going to be going up against all of that, you know. Though, you know, whereas if he has a better shot over in the East, Houston's in the West, right? Yes, Houston's in the West. So, you know, God, it, you know, that that would, I think, it would be awesome if he could go down there and punch the lights out of the Lakers and or the Golden State Warriors and, and punch his way into the finals that way. That would just be wonderful. And then you have James Harden and all those guys, you know, making, making their play uh, and getting an opportunity to play in the championship, which, you know, I'd love to see the I'd love to see the Houston Rockets win one, you know, now compared to back when they won them with, uh, you know, Clyde to glide and all those guys. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean that would be that would be cool to see uh you know, them right back in it. Um yeah, who do they have? Yeah, they had like uh Terry Porter and, and, and Clyde and uh yeah, that those, those are good Blazers teams back then.
1: Yeah, big big time. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon and all those and, you know. Oh and you're smiles. talking about the Rockets, yeah.
3: that's right. That's right. I, yeah. I was thinking mm-hmm. Blazers.
1: I was thinking yeah, Blazers. You, you say
3: Clyde, I'm thinking Blazers.
1: Yeah, but Clyde, Clyde made his way down to Houston, but you know, he, I don't think he won a championship there. But I just, I just he, him being back in Houston was the right thing in reality. But you know, it is what it is, and it, it ended up where it's at. But having been said, now whoever, want to talk a little bit about a, a I don't know if you want to call it an argument, um, a, a, just mm-hmm. a back and forth that I was having with someone, and, and he brought up a very interesting. Oh, how do you say it? He brought up a very interesting point about certain players. And yeah, and not maybe necessarily a point that he made, Cuervo. It was more of a, um, an observation of what could have been. All right. So I'm going to throw this out here because I had a long conversation with him. Um, But this is what he posted, and I saw this after I just woke up, so I was using my just woke up brain. All right, it said, and it says, swap Allen Iverson with Michael Jordan on the Rodman's Bulls. Do they miss a beat? Now, a lot of times, uh, you know. Playoffs? You- we'll talk about playoffs? playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I, I don't know. All I do know. And I, by the way, I pressed the wrong button. This yeah. is the one I'm I was. Yeah. To be the yeah. player, and we in here talking it is, about practice. It, practice. So, I mean, Alan, listen, we about whenever practice. we talk about him, we hear from we a him. Game. Not a so, game. so uh, not a game. Practice. Okay, so now, me personally, when I read this, I'm sitting here. Why would you disrespect Michael Jordan by saying that? But I get what he's—he's he's trying to generate conversation, and I get it. So, if you swap out Allen Iverson with, you know, take Jordan out on the Rodmans Bulls, do they miss a beat? So, as a guy who watched that up close and personal, so did I. I wanted to see what uh-huh. you thought about that whole situation, um, because and we talked about it, by the way, I have been misinformed, but he, Allen Iverson is in the Hall of Fame. I never thought that he made it, but in 2016, his first ballot in reality, which he deserved. You go back, and of course, you don't know how good Alan Iverson is until you go and look at the stats, because in my mind, I thought he was a good player, but I didn't know how good he was, especially, he, this guy was a steel magnet. That guy could steal a ball from anybody, but you know, I, I don't know. You take Michael Jordan out of that rotation with the years that they had Rodman, who, who was a defensive monster as well, and so was Allen Iverson. Do they miss a beat, Cuervo? Yeah, I think they do. Um,
3: I, I, don't, I, I mean, I think they're still a playoff team because you got Scotty and you got Dennis still on the team. you got got coach and
2: Steve Kerr yeah. and
3: Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson's still the head coach. So yeah, I, I think I think you know it's still a very quality playoff team, but are they a championship team? No, I don't think so. I don't I I don't think they would have gotten past you know maybe uh, uh, the. Um, Miami Heat teams. Now, if you're if you're talking about a one-for-one swap, look, Jordan would have gotten the Seventy Sixers in the playoffs,
1: no problem. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. And,
3: and, and they would have been right there with them. So that's how you got to see it too.
1: I was just, you know, yeah, I was thinking of it. I was just thinking the, the whole time, okay, where everyone. Went in, and I, the question just rattled me. Like I said, I was literally just sat down and looked at this real quick before I walked out the door. But the fact of the matter is, yeah. and I will go back to it all day long, and we'll talk about how Gray Allen and Iverson really is, okay. You know, you, you get there and you see the stats. If you don't know, go check the stats. You would be, you'd be wrong. And first battle of Hall of Famer in 2016, definitely deserved it, okay. But you, you look at. Allen Iverson, this guy is a classic example of what people do outside of basketball that gets overlooked by what he does on the court. So his stupid ass behavior off the court is what people think about him. Okay, now, we can sit and talk all day, and, and this person I was talking to, they talk about the refs not liking him. I, I don't care about what refs think about anybody else, and, and I don't care what the ref says. The ref, He says, well, the refs said they wouldn't give him, it give him the calls because they didn't like him. I don't care about that either. Okay, what I do look at is whether or not if they skip a beat without Michael Jordan or replace him with Allen Iverson, you know, I, I'm sure the quality of the games go down a little bit, but, but – who are you going to turn, turn in the final moments when you need a bucket? Corvo, when I think about Allen Iverson, I don't think about Allen Iverson being clutch. I mean, no, is Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan uh, clutch? Oh, n- not yes. Yeah, he's oh hell yeah, he's clutch. I just cannot think off the top of my head. And knowing Allen Iverson the way I've watched him, what, clutch does not come to mind when I think about Allen Iverson. And when you When you are clutch, you just put yourself that much higher than talent. I mean, because really, if you think about Michael Jordan Cuervo, I don't know if we'd be talking about how great he is if he wasn't clutch. Okay? Allen Iverson, we'll talk about how great he is, but we're not going to put him in the upper echelons of great guys that can bring down the basketball court uh, as a point guard, which is what he was. I can think of a laundry list of other guys that I would put before him. So you can say whatever you want about Allen Iverson because he will tell you it's all about practice. You know, you know, he doesn't care about it. See, And just those statements alone, Cuervo are the reason why I look at that and how it was presented. You know, you know, the guy doesn't have enough heart. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the first one on the basketball court. Okay. At practice in Chicago, was one Michael Jordan, so you know, I you know I, I just I can't I can't see it. I just cannot see the opportunity for a guy such as Allen Iverson to to take. Out. Like you said, I think Michael Jordan would probably take Philadelphia over to the Chicago Bulls during that time because he would be the guy that would put it all on his own shoulder, square vote and and go ahead and say beat us. Well, and, and
3: that was in his nature to do that, you know? I mean, there, yeah. there's many, many, many stories of, you know, Michael, uh, uh, you know, they would split the team in half. The team that Michael would be on would be winning in, in, the, uh, in the scrimmage game, right? In the middle yeah. of the scrimmage game, coach turns around and says, Michael, now you're on the other team. And guess what? Those guys came back and beat the, ori- the original side that he was on. So right. the point I'm making is the competitive fire that Michael had, uh, uh, all the time in practice, during the games, whenever that's what separated him from everybody else. And that's what, made Absolutely. Him go. um, you know, and I think the other thing too is, uh, you know, like you mentioned, you know, being clutch, uh, you think about the memories that Jordan gave us that Michael gave yeah. us. Yeah. A lot of it was hitting those big time shots. I mean, how yeah. many shots did he make to win finals games? How many shots did he make to win, uh, you know, just important, reg- even regular season games that were important. How many times did, you know, did all that stuff happen? And, and that's, to me, that's what separates him from from the other greats of
0: uh, in the Absolutely. game. Absolutely,
3: some of them are great, but you know, then you got the others that that kind of separate themselves. Well, and and that and that goes that counts in any sport. You know, can you can you be the brightest light on the biggest stage? You know. Well, it's the same thing with Tom Brady. We were talking about Tom Brady a little bit earlier. Yeah. What separates, what, what's going to separate him from the other guys? Look, six rings, dude. And guess what? Three of them, he led the Patriots down the field to set them up uh, to, to win those games. So, you know, it's not like, you know, like a Carson Wentz who has a Super Bowl ring but was injured. And didn't do you know, jack squat in the playoffs to to earn that ring. You know yes. that was Nick Foles. You know Nick Foles. Hey, I don't care. Eagles fans can be mad all they want. Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback in Eagles history.
1: Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm right there. Yep.
3: So, so he's the only one uh, that got
1: over. And but and, and, and before you even get before you get the Donovan McNabb, you got to get around Ron Jaworski. So there you go. Yeah, old jaws. That's right. So, so don't um, don't forget about him. Yeah, yeah But I, you're, you're absolutely I would right. Say
3: he's number two. I would say he's number two. Yeah. And then yeah, exactly.
1: Here. I agree, hundred percent. So. Sometimes we shouldn't be so uh, so much on the same page, but I'm right there with you. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> that that yeah, it, it it's huge now. That having been said, of course, that's the name of the show. Having a little bit of the technical difficulties, phones dying, we're doing it this way until I get – I want to get about a 10% charge before I turn back on my phone. So we're going to rely upon the Direct Connect initially to keep me on air. So – but that doesn't – That doesn't mean that we don't need to go to break, and we will. We're going to go ahead and go to break a couple minutes late because of the situation. We're going to go to break. When we come back, Cuervo, there is a superstar out there that has found out what Twitter is, and he didn't know who or really what it was before. Until he got his own, and you're going to be shocked about his first post. We'll talk about Twitter. We'll talk about the guy, Hall of Famer, uh, that found Twitter. And we'll talk about his first post. We'll do that on the other side. I'm teasing it. I'm doing it like I'm a professional radio guy. All right, so we're teasing. We'll tease it on the other side. We'll do it here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to, that being said, in our 10th season on the air. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, lighting, um. fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast let Buffalo Creek doors and floors help you restore your home to it's like new condition need a contractor let us be your first stop as well as your last we specialize in everything that others don't such as stained concrete floors wood spot repairs on doors and floors stainless steel spot repairs anti-slip on floors and more At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Raleigh. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. and take it for a ride? Check out Cost Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Cost Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance funds. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on.
2: Yeah, but is it fresh?
0: Ready for the start.
1: We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Cost Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but it is it fresh?
0: Are you ready?
2: Yeah, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? You better get ready. it Break it down!
1: Break it down! Couch fatigue, the sports show. We are in our 10th season. Guys, don't forget, you heard those uh, rack of commercials. Guess what? We're going to have some new sponsors going to be pouring in here in the next few weeks, so you'll be hearing some new sponsors that we're giving for Rowlett Eagles varsity football and basketball um, So get ready for those We'll still have some of the guys that are that love what we do And they hang on for our coverage of the Rowlett Eagles And plus the extra bonus plays here on the Couch Potato Sports Show And we are in our third hour as we are kicking it And I, I don't know Cuervo if you heard the news But the Juice has discovered Twitter Juice, and and I'm talking about Mr. O.J. Simpson. Yes, the guy got away with murder. I mean, was acquitted of murder. Um, And everything else, you know, all the things in the Times. um, He's discovered Twitter, Cuervo. And, you know, I I find it very interesting, first of all. I I get how he had made his way there. Shoot, I don't even I'm not even on Twitter. I, I mean, I am on Twitter, but I'm not. I'm more of a Facebook guy, but... It's really interesting, his first post, Cuervo, his first post, and I don't know if you he heard it or not, says, I've got a little getting even to do. Now, in the course of being a smart man, of course, that's probably not really the first Tweet that you want to be known for, I would think. What we have O.J. Simpson already threatening people? The uh, conspiracy on who it could be that he's thinking about, or everything else. It's going to be reporters, going to be policemen, going to be attorneys, going to be who? And with his background, do you actually trust O.J. Simpson? In reality, I don't know if you should or not, but. He went ahead and he put a video uh, out there as well. I have not seen it yet, or actually the tweet uh, says coming soon. So he has evidently got a video headed out this way. Uh, Good, bad, or indifferent, O.J. Simpson discovering social media and Twitter.
3: Uh, I'm going to go follow him. I mean, if it's going to be as entertaining as this, I'm going to go follow him. In fact, I'm going to do it right now.
2: <laughs> so uh,
3: i mean i mean i mean Twitter twitter's one of those things you can i mean you're I mean you could say i guess you could say whatever you want right so. pretty much
1: i mean it, i mean but but just the i mean I've got a little even. You know, I, I got a little getting even to do. I mean, boy, that you know that you like you said, kind of entertaining, but also kind of per. I'm, I'm a little perplexed. I think is probably the right way to say it, Quermo. You know, you know, O.J. Simpson, you know, coming out and saying that he's got a little. I, I'm just glad I didn't cross the dude. That's all I gotta say. I mean, you know, evidently he can wield a good knife around someone's neck. I mean, I, 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 well, suppo- uh, allegedly uh, uh, do that. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. You know, if, if we hear OJ's name in the news again for something crazy, I mean, I, how could you not look at Those first post, especially if it's someone who's crossed them in the past?
3: Wait, well, hold on a second. So, how, who's saying that? That that's his first post i'm looking at his that's twitter page he's been on for a while now maybe he did a maybe he created a whole new page is it the,
1: at the real oj 32 Mm actually no that's not the one that I that I see here. No no that's the one that 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 one's fake. I don't it's not him. It, it, I, it, and it's a verified OJ Simpson account. It is the real OJ32 is where you find it. Uh so check your check your Twitter feed or the Twitter feed. I I'm, I I oh, how I don't even remember my password to get on the Twitter so I can't really do it. But Entertaining, yes. Now, I, and and I'm reading this. This is from my Yahoo Sports. This is a this is a you know real. You know, sports page. So it's not like coming up on those crazy sports pages that you read about and stuff like that. So, but this is a real sports page. Yahoo Sports is very respected. They had many very respectful uh, reporters on it as well. Um, we've had uh, uh, Jason Cole on on our show, you know, a couple of times. You know, he was a Yahoo guy before he went over to Bleacher Report, which, by the way, have you have, thinking about this square? Bow Bleacher Report to become the thing and. You know, I think – I can honestly say I think I helped create a bleacher report. I was on there for three and a half years right, writing some great pieces out there, pieces of garbage if you want to go that route. But, hey, we laid the foundation for the bleacher report to be what it is today. Um, so Yahoo and bleacher report. But, OJ, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, I mean, the first one is first, <laughs> is first tweet. I mean, I don't know what else the guy has tweeted out since. Uh, This uh, report came out um, uh, by – oh, and it's by Charles Robinson, too. A very well-respected – on the 15th at 9.55 a.m. he wrote this. So have you checked it out? Have you gotten to the real OJ32? I have. I have. He put out another video uh,
3: last night, it looks like. It just says, thanks to all my new followers, love learning how to use Twitter. Uh, and we know that this is the real one because it even says it here. If you don't see it here, I didn't say it.
1: So, okay. Yeah. Fair. It's verified too. It's so a verified. he's got the blue check, right?
3: Uh he does not actually. But the video, the video's here. It's not a retweet, it's not, you know what I mean? It's it yeah. came straight from this account. So, it's it's the real deal, but Uh, Yeah, I I am now following O.J. Simpson on Twitter, so um,
1: I'll have to go and listen. We almost have to, don't we, Cuervo? (laughs) I mean, we could probably do a whole whole
3: show on this. (laughs) Of course we could. But, you know, I mean, who is he talking about? I don't know. Maybe the people that wrongfully accused him, not of what happened back in 94, But with the whole Vegas thing Where he You know when he robbed You know when he stole from people Or they say he did whatever Um, I'm thinking maybe That's what it's about I don't know Maybe I'm wrong
2: Yeah
3: So I mean You know because what happened In 94 you you leave that in the past Trust me OJ You don't want to reopen that one you don't want to do it. Just leave it alone. You, what happened happened. You know, he got away with it. Whatever, however you want to say it. But you probably don't want to. You probably don't want to open that one up again. You leave that can of worms closed. So,
1: anyways. Um, <laughs> and by the way, Cuervo, I I have found it. And I'm scrolling through it. They got the Bronco going uh, through, uh, through it. Through it, they got pictures of Nicole. I mean, people are blasting this dude. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, I guess rightfully so. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I see yeah. the video. I see the videos. But uh, yeah, I, I, I find it. I find it, This could be a source of entertainment right here, Quavo. It, it could be really cool. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it could be. So
3: <laughs> I guess we'll all see what happens, right? Uh,
2: yeah, I he, so, he, yeah.
3: I think he, I think he has learned real quick to choose wisely on what
1: you put on there and how you say things,
3: especially a guy like him.
1: Yeah, I, it, and big time. And, and if you scroll on it, guys, and, and you know, this is me just finding humor, okay? But if you scroll on it, it says it shows the book. If I did it confessions of the killer um, this was a big a big time thing that uh, he th- they were talking about many years ago and uh, people putting it out now me saying the square vote I do not know whether or not this book actually really made it into publications or not I don't know but uh, this is really in yeah the O.J. Simpson finding social media—it it is. It could be very interesting. It could be, and, and not only that. Forget about the fact that he's at the center of a lot of memes anyway. Um, so it could get really funny. It could be get really interesting, and you know, and, and finding out who uh, uh, who in reality is actually going to follow the guy. So it should be really interesting. So I'm waiting for the. I, I'm waiting for the next big superstar. Um, if they'll come out and say it, or if there's a way we can find out who it is. So should be interesting.
2: Yeah, no,
3: it definitely, it definitely should be. So, um, yeah, we'll see.
1: Yep. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a doozy to follow. It, it, it will be. It will be. I don't know if you want to call it comedy. Uh, if it will be entertaining, well, it'll be entertaining. I think. So I think we're in agreement for sure, there. sure. sure. But yeah. Well, I mean, when you're O.J. Simpson, you, you you get the limelight whether or not you want it or not, uh, just because of the whole situation. But you also remember, you O.J. Know, was in the thing anyway. So, but now Quavo. I want to get to what we talk about best, and and within that time as we're doing, I'm going to switch back over to my regular thing. I got I got a 10% charge on my phone, so I can I can charge actually still actually charge and be on the phone, so we'll be able to do it. But um, when I was scrolling and looking at things to talk about, I, I know there were a couple of things that I found very interesting, uh, but I came across some interesting things as far as, um, uh, you know, failures. The word failure or a a complete failure had come to my mind as I was looking at things. So I did a little looking as far as sports failures. Wow, that's loud in this thing. It's never loud on my phone. Um, But um, that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. You know, failures, looking at sports failures, and off the top of your head, though, I just want to know the one that's off the top of your head as far as failures are concerned. I know mine.
2: Um,
1: do you
3: mean like a team, a team thing individually?
1: Whichever one comes to, what's the one that's on top of your head right now as we speak?
3: Um. Well, I, I, you know, and this could be the bias in me, but I think, you know, two years ago when when
2: you
3: uh when you when you break the NBA record for wins in the season and you can't finish with a championship, to me that that is a it's a failure. It wasn't a failed season for the Golden State Warriors, but look. It's like the saying goes it doesn't mean a thing without the ring and yeah. to win 73 games and not be able to to end it with the ultimate prize which is a championship to me i I don't know I, I just think it's kind of like it takes a, it takes away from the season that they had so um, that's that's why to me I still say that the greatest season ever was yes the 72 and 10 Chicago Bulls. Because they won the championship, so to me that that was that's a big failure.
1: I go to Greg Norman as far as failures. That's a good one. And, yeah, that is a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's it's the one that sticks out most because, and Cuervo, I think it's because I was watching it, and and. and I can't normally say that I watch a lot of things like this, but I I was watching this one, and I watched it all develop. i have seen where it was going, and I I, I actually felt bad for – normally when people do this, I mean, they're professionals, so I don't really feel bad for them, but I kind of do when I'm thinking about Greg Norman. So – You know, that that was was the one that came to my mind. And now I'm making the switch. Can you hear me, Cuervo? Yes, sir. All right, good. All right, very good. So Yeah, so I made the switch back over to, uh, and I'm keeping the other one on just in case I do lose it. Uh, But, you know, that was the one that came to mind, you know, mainly because I watched it and everything else. So I I have to, you know, in – Thinking about some of the major failures, I guess you could say, you know, some of the things that come to my mind, what was your second one? Have you thought about about a second one outside of, I mean, because let's be honest, I mean, that that one that you're talking about is really fresh. It's two years, but is there anything in the past that you can think of off the top of your head, your second one that maybe hits you? I mean, I think,
3: I think you know. For the, uh, uh, I, I hate to do a Bills fans, but when you make four Super Bowls in a row and, and you yeah. can't win one of them, that
1: that hurts, that's man. My it really one. does. That's my that really hurts, one. and and, and yeah. that's probably because it, it's football, you know. But you know that yeah, that's exactly. the one I look at. I mean, that's the second one that comes to my mind. I got you know golf I actually participated and was actually good at so of course Greg Norman is going to come to mind but the second one has to be uh it has to be football and and that's the one that it goes to it goes to what unfortunately the the bills could not get done and those 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 are the things that I think of as far as failures and, and the the longevity of that it still hasn't been it, it, there, you can't think of any other football team that has done what the Buffalo Bills has not been able to do. So that's the reason why it's so fresh on my mind when I think about it. As far as that's uh-huh. concerned, it, you know, as far as will will it get done? I mean, we could talk about, you know, yeah, uh, I, I know, I know. There's lots to talk about some of the things that go on there, but. The the third one that came to my mind, Guervo, which we didn't get a chance to talk about, is Bill Buckner passing away. But the Bill Buckner thing in Boston for the Red Sox is, you know, the shot between the legs. Um, So that one has always been another one as far as baseball was concerned on what I saw.
3: Yeah, that's definitely a big one too.
1: Um,
3: Oh, boy. Um, If I only had – a little bit of time to think about this. I would have came up with some I know. good ones. It, it,
1: that, I I like to. I like to throw it at you. You know, as as far as that's concerned. You know, and and I know I'm ahead of it because I actually thought about. But I will say I only thought about this two hours ago, or two hours before the show. So I thought about it about ten o'clock. I guess I could have gave you a heads up, um, as it's as far okay. as that's concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's sorry. It's not I a big uh, deal. Sorry. Um but <laughs> it's that's, not a but big that's deal sports because some of the other things that come to mind you know I think about some of the you know outside of sports and and stuff like that um you know thing, I don't know, but you know some of the other failures that I was really you know kind of thinking about you know some of the thi- oh hi the it was on the tip of my tongue i I almost had it there um. I was thinking mm-hmm. of something else that came to my mind at the last second, but you know, we we talk about failures and it, you know whether or not it you know th- do you do you think that watching the failures can inspire? I mean, I don't know. I I'm not one to believe that you know people's failures can exp- inspire you to be not to fail. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong in thinking that because when Greg Norman you know did what he did okay which in reality could have been, could have been the most one the, but oh it was John McEnroe in in the, in the French Open i mean when when he when he lost in the French Open the guy hadn't lost a, a match forever uh but uh, John McEnroe was there that was the other one tennis because i kind of keep keep track with the outside of stuff but i i don't know if i mean do you think those kind of failures actually you know motivate other players you know, and other sports figures. I don't know. Do you think so?
3: Um, I I think it, it definitely, um, motivates Yeah, maybe others to not to try and avoid that, but I think it motivates those same people too. I got, I, I got one for you. So it, this one was pretty recent too. Uh, but it was one that I was just thinking about is, um, The uh, University of Virginia, the the men's basketball team. So they they won the national championship this year. But you think about what happened to them last year, which motivated them, as you're talking about, to come back and and really take the tournament by storm. You know, the the one team in NCAA tournament history uh, where a one lost to a 16 seed, that was Virginia.
1: Virginia, yeah. Oh, I just thought yeah, of I... one. Cuervo in Chicago. I just thought of one. Was it okay. the, uh, uh, how about Bartman? The year oh, that the Cubs were on the roll, Cuervo. And, and Bartman. Oh, I mean, Sonny. Sonny, why? I, are you I, I'm sorry. This up? But, I mean, I I I do it. I do it. I do a show with with a Chicago Cubs fan. So that was one that that I I remember yeah. what, just just popping my head as I was sitting here thinking about. And unfortunately, they couldn't get the job done um, as, as far as that was concerned. So, yeah, in, it's interestingly enough that was one I thought of just now. I, I, can, can we think of any other – oh, 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 um, 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 in boxing. I know you uh boxing, um, and, and this Sugar Ray Leonard he got beat by um, – um, um, oh, he, he was a Spanish guy. Uh, Roberto Duran, wasn't it? Duran. Uh, yeah, Duran beating mm-hmm. Sugar Ray Leonard. Now, that one – I mean, because, hey, Sugar Ray Leonard, he was the golden boy. I, let's be honest. The guy just came off the Olympic gold. I remember that really – really well um as far as failures that one just popped into my head um yeah but that one duran was hey listen roberto duran wasn't even was it i mean if you go by what everybody was saying uh couldn't carry sugar ray leonard's jaw. so you know that was uh you know so i that was that was a big surprise there's there's another one in boxing um obviously um Tyson getting beat—that was that—that that could be considered uh-huh. a pretty good fail, I guess you could say.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, you know, losing to Buster Douglas—is
1: that what we're yeah, talking Buster about Doug- specifically? Ex- exactly, Buster Douglas, definitely. So you know that—that uh, I, I, that one popped in my head too. So yeah, I know because you're a boxing guy, and and that's where a lot of them happen. I mean, just recently with the with the dude getting beat by. Uh, by by the oh, I'm so mad about that. By the way, I I I, I have I I've decided to keep that to my, kind of myself. I'm so mad about it. Uh, who was the one? I mean, they were calling him Butterbean. He beat the, uh, this dude just recently. I'm so angry about that. By the way,
3: oh uh, uh, Ruiz
1: when he beat yeah, Anthony Ruiz. Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. That one just kind of so. that one just kind of makes me mad. And 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 here's another thing that makes me mad about it is uh, you know you you get this guy okay in, in a you know big time place in sports you know in broadcasting with Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. and I just want to know why Stephen A. Smith had to go where he went with it. I I'm so mad. I, you know, listen. I've oh never, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big Stephen A. Smith fan. If you listen to the show, you know I don't. But I will tell you right now, with him going and pulling the Butterbean, I'm, I'm pissed off. But I, I actually know Butterbean. I know Butterbean to be the coolest dude that you're ever going to meet that will kick your ass regardless how he looks. But I, I just find it very amazing that Stephen A. Smith wasn't interested in talking about how – you know that dude overlooked Ruiz. He he overlooked him, Cuervo. He thought he was going to go in there and kick this guy's ass, and that's what it boiled down to. He over he, he underestimated his opponent, and that's the surefire Sonny, way of getting your ass kicked. And that's what happened. And
3: and and, and you know why? It's because of how he looks. You Absolutely. know he thought the guy's out of shape, and this is going to be an easy fight, and this and you know all it takes is one good hit. That's all you and that's need
1: all it in took boxing, too. boxing, Sonny, and, and, he, and he got him. He got he him. He rocked it's his so freaking world. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and the fact that Stephen A. Smith goes on, he doesn't talk about how he underestimated, how he didn't prepare. It's all about him looking like Butterbean. And and, and how this guy, I mean, ESPN, up, you know, I, listen, I don't know if Butterbean's happy about it, I, I haven't I haven't had contact with him. He has changed his number since last time because I did reach out to him when that whole thing went down. I wanted to I wanted to try to get Butterbean on the show. I really did. I, I was keeping that to myself because I, I thought this one would be relevant, you know, to to the situation, and Butterbean would would be out. I have, a, I have a feeling it didn't bother him, but it's the same because he probably would have wore the crown very good. Yeah, a guy like Butterbean look, you're looking like Butterbean beat this guy. But if you go back and you watch that fight, Cuervo, he caught him when he wasn't. I mean, he caught him with that. I think it was a left, if I'm not mistaken, and just and and that Dropped was like him. the legs. Yeah, him good, and. And I'm so proud of it. And, and by the way, Ruiz is handling himself like the pure class act that he is. I probably would have jumped on Stephen A. After all that DSA he put out there. But the surprising part of it, it goes back to the fact that is that show, you know, about sports or is it about entertainment? And by the way that he presented it, it just showed that it was entertainment. But I also believe Stephen A. And what he was talking and how he put it out there. He disgraced himself. And, you know, and even he went in there thinking that uh, Ruiz was going to get his ass kicked. And when it turned around on it, just made it so much better. And the fact that Stephen A. went out and said what he said, how he said it, when he said it, and everything else, makes it a great story uh-huh. that we get an opportunity to really blast the guy. Because I'm, I, God, I hate to admit this. This hurts my feelings. Stephen A. has been on lately, Cuervo. If you notice that, I mean, he's been on. I mean, he, you know, he is—he has had—he has been on on his subjects. He's been right about—at least I think he has been. I maybe I'm off in left field too, but normally I don't agree with a word this guy says. But as yeah. of late, Stephen A. Stephen A. has been on his game lately, Cuervo. Oh, uh, I mean, I think he's—I
3: uh, know you're not going to like this, but I think he's been on his game. Look, if there's one thing Stephen A. knows,
1: basketball, uh,
3: his. Yep. Yeah, basketball's his specialty. I know he talks a lot of football. He's a huge, you know, he's a Steelers fan. Uh he loves Aaron Rodgers for some reason. Uh but um but the but his specialty is the game of basketball. Uh, Absolutely. I so I believe him when when he said that he knew 2 years. Oh. Hold on a second. Yeah, 2 years before <laughs> LeBron was going to go to Miami. That it was going to happen, I believe him one hundred percent, just because of the the credib- Excuse me, the credibility that he has with his yeah. basketball sources. I agree. and his basketball 100%. information. I believe that he knew two years ago before LeBron even said he was going to go to Miami that those guys were going to team up somewhere,
1: and it just How so happened that Miami was that team. show, Cuervo. That the, the decision. How, even Stephen A. could have hosted that show. He could have. I don't know why they
3: gave it to Jim Gray. I mean, Jim Gray, all the respect in the world to him, but uh, I think I think with the setting that it was, uh, and yes, I, look, I'm gonna say it. I think Stephen A. being a black man, LeBron being a black man, I think it would have just made for a, for a more better flow of an interview. Uh,
0: okay.
3: Because I think I think Stephen A. Can relate to LeBron a little bit better than a Jim Gray, who's I you know, it, 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 the age gap just just it, it, that kind of threw everything. It, it wasn't a bad show. It was just I just thought it would have been better
1: if Stephen A. had hosted it. You're right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting. And listen, when, when Stephen A. talks about the NBA, I'm listening, guys. I'm going to tell you right now. Is other, is other information he may have, you know, I, I don't listen to him as much um, because I don't believe half the crap that comes out of his mouth that he even believes it, but he puts it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that goes back to the fact is, his first day, you know, a sports show or entertainment, I go to entertainment. But, you know, he's been on his game lately, and of course it's been the NBA playoffs, so he, he might as well be on his game, so uh, if you're going to do it, you better be there. But Having been said, of course, what we do best up on this show, Cuervo, is the NFL, and so oh, we're going to yeah, do this. Gonna, yeah, it's time, and, and we're going to go and we're going to start it on my team, Cuervo. Normally, we're not talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars very much, um, but we got we got some news out there. Fines are happening for Kelvin Smith. By the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's already been fined right now eighty eight thousand bucks. Okay, all right for a, manda- a mandatory three day minicamp that he missed this past week. Um, that, that this is not good news because you say whatever you want, okay, but that Jaguars defense could have been as stellar as it was two years ago. I, I just believe they they saw like Bortles at the beginning why go out and bust my butt and why kill myself. Well, now they got the guy. I you know, I don't know what the situation is in reality, but the fact that this guy's missing training camp Cuervo or you know, a mandatory mini camp, this, this now is eating into the Jaguars and what kind of success they have, I think because this guy is very, very vital to the success of that defense. Now, granted, they got other guys out there that are doing it as well, but this guy's a mainstay. This is one of the reasons why we were talking about how good the Jacksonville Jaguar defense was two years ago. So when you're losing this guy, never mind other guys they could have missed, it's this guy. Now, he's not the number one guy, Cuervo, but he's definitely number two, maybe number three, and I don't think the Jaguars can afford to lose this guy. I think they better figure out how to make this guy happy and better get him into get him into camp. Yeah, they need him.
3: Uh, they're going to need him uh, big time. So, yeah, yeah. they're going to have to see. Uh, hold on, before I even before I even go into all that, Sonny. Yeah. Mandatory in the middle of June. Are we serious?
1: Mandatory well, in the middle of hold June. On. Now, they've had the voluntary stuff already, Cuervo. They had like a month of that. So they're slowly moving them into it and you're saying, "Okay, you need to be here for this." I mean, do you, do you, it sounds like to me that you think it might be since it's June a little unreasonable. What do you? It sounds like that's where you're headed.
0: I mean, it,
3: if it was July, okay, a little bit different because preseason's is right around the corner. Uh, but I, I, I definitely think that uh this is another case of just you know, front office trying to flex their their muscle, so to speak. Okay. I could be wrong, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I, that's that's the way I see it is right. You know, no. Tell Tell Smith not being at some camp in the middle of June. And calling it mandatory, uh, I, I don't know.
1: Uh, I,
3: oh, uh, is, is it OTA
1: time? Maybe is that what it is? Yeah, it's OTA time. It's it's time, it, and this is when it starts, the And the reason why I know that's why we know this? When we were covering the Texas Revolution indoor football game, the you know the team, my motto was, "I'll get you from the Super Bowl into training camp." which starts with OTAs, which we're at the end of indoor football season. Guess what? We're moving right into the OTAs, right, right, ready to go. And that's when it starts getting serious. And in fact, speaking of that, Corey, but we need to seriously think about when we're going to start doing the coverage of the, of the, uh, of the uh, division. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Sonny.
3: Uh, I, I've been thinking about that too, and my proposal to you, is uh let's see so july weekend 7th is
0: sunday okay uh, we can so either we, we can then? either
3: start it we can start then or i don't know if you have plans for that holiday we can always nope. start it the week after um and that'll take us to august 4th which would be the last sunday
1: and we can do okay now Super here's Bowl where prediction. we're rolling into a little bit of a problem Okay, Sonny Clark is going to be um, attending champions indoor football game, uh, champions indoor football championship game. That game happens on the weekend of the 13th. So I don't know if we'll be on air um, because depending oh, July, on when the July. game is. Yeah, July. Yeah, sorry about that. So it's the weekend after July that, well, uh, you know, I'm not going to be available. So that. So do we want to start it the week after that, or do we want to jump in? Because I'm going to be on there on, on the uh, July 4th weekend. I'm going to be on there. Okay. So, so yeah, we'll have to then. Whatever that Sunday we'll have is have on, on the July 4th weekend, weekend, we'll be there.
3: Fifth? We'll have to we'll have to start at that weekend then on the 7th. We won't do it on the 14th and then pick it back up the 21st.
1: Okay. Now, are we doing one division at a time, or are we doing two, uh, two divisions?
3: Oh no, we'd have yeah. to do two, Sonny. We got to okay. do two just to just to make it into the. Or or, or but, we could do previews throughout the preseason, you know, based on or, what we're seeing.
1: Well, well, we have four weeks. We do AFC North, South, East, and West. AFC North, NFC North, you know, and so so we got four weeks right there. That right, and I'm right. sure. I might be wrong. I'm sure we can get through the uh, the S C and NFC um, North, South, East, West a, each week, um, and get through the whole thing. I'm at least I'm trying to be optimistic that we can, because there's going to be a lot mm-hmm. to talk about. I mean, I mean, just just with the Jacksonville Jaguars, you got Smith out there, and then you got the other thing going on with Ramsey. Ramsey says I'm not going to get an extension. How happy is he, Cuervo? You know, you, you look at that, I mean, you know, Ramsey's mm-hmm. not a very happy guy. Now, well, all that no, change if they become successful? Cuervo, I you know, that could be. You know, but right now I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars can afford to lose either one of these guys, not just uh, Telvin Smith. I mean, it, 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 one of the things that's really interesting, I, I find, you know, uh, you know, he, he says no to the training camp, and, and Jalen Ramsey says, you know, there's no discount for you. I want my money. And rightfully so, by the way, because that guy's a badass and he deserves every penny that he's getting. okay, and really simple a really simple thing is this guy's not going to go below what his market is, and that is not good for the Jacksonville Jaguars because there's too many other teams out there that could use him, and they will pay him and that and that is not good for the Jaguars, so he says no discount and no extension it it, it is what it is. So, it's really interesting mm-hmm. to see where that's going to end up there, Cuervo. It, it, it's, I don't know. I The Jaguars have the potential. I mean, a, a crazy division of football, without question. We already know that. I mean, because you got really, you know, the, it, depending on if Tennessee could be any good, Cuervo. You know, they, they can't decide if they want to be good, bad, or indifferent, but they got a new head coach up there changing their, their thoughts and their, their feelings on how they're doing it great. But it's Rabel, right? Brables the coach of that football team. Yeah. Indianapolis yep. is good. Houston is good. Jaguars should be good. You know, it, it that that's that has slowly become one of the toughest divisions of football to play in. And the Jaguars are at the frontage of that. And now you've got Andrew Luck back playing the way he plays. I mean, you can say it. Andrew Luck is back. He had a tremendous season last year. Let him into the playoffs. I didn't expect it. I don't even think you expected it. And then... <laughs> Houston, with what they're doing, their playoff-bound football team, possibly. Can Jacksonville be that playoff team? I don't think they can do it. I think they need, if not both of these guys, they need at least one of them. They're going to get Ramsey because he's under contract. If he sits out, that'd be dumb for his career. and it, it, it would affect his uh, future money. So he will play, but he's not going to sign the extension there in Jacksonville. So that's that, – that's, uh, that, so Jacksonville needs to make a decision on which way they're going to go and how they're going to bring in their guys and most importantly keep them. Yeah, no, they they do. I mean, they're going to have to.
3: They they just got to you know work with work with Calvin. And he needs to understand what
1: the what's going on. So yeah, tough stuff going on there. Tough love that that's all set and ready to go. And, uh, by the way, you hung out with me very good. So you didn't, I, I failed on you more than th- that. You've done me. So, um, <laughs> we're keeping the ear open, you know, for Quervo. he's got some bitness to take care of. He might drop off. So and we, we've been lucky to have him on foot so far for almost the full three hours here without that bitness getting in the way. Um, that having been said, of course, you know, that's the name of the show, you know, the NFL and what's going on in the NFL, Quervo we there's going to be some changes of the guard. I think as far as teams are concerned. I mean, I still think the Rams are going to be there. So I think that's you know, I, and I still think we're going to see a Kansas City team. You know, they're they're quietly making some noise and trying to bring guys in and getting them ready to play all that good stuff. All right, that's all there. You know, they're primed to do what they're going to do. But I think we can see some changes in the guards in some of the other divisions of football. Don't you think?
3: Uh, changes in the
1: divisions.
3: Uh, I think there's a couple. Um, I don't want to give it away yet, but I, I, I potentially can see a couple of changes of the guard in, in certain divisions. I, do too. Uh, I do too. I'll tell you which one's not going to be a change of the guard to NFC North. That ain't changing. <laughs> that
1: ain't changing. I'm just letting in you know that's that that not changing. That is not changing. <laughs> that's yeah. my story, and I'm sticking to it, Sonny. He, 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 and he will. Fight, he'll go. Th- he'll walk on fire, you know, to, to make that right. So I get it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. But no, I, I, I actually, actually, I see a lot of changes that can happen within the, some of the divisions. You know, th- some teams are a player away. I mean, or j- it's more of a player away, but maybe just some chemistry away, because there's some teams that are teetering on success, and I. Think and you know I could be wrong. It, it, you know, you know I don't know. Will a team get around like the let's say the Broncos who just lost their their um th- their owner? Will they rally around something like that? Could they be the next big thing? They did go out and get a quarterback in Joe Flacco. You know, was that the missing piece? That's you know I find that I find that story still so interesting. You know, as far as Flacco, I I, I, mm-hmm. I I'm I I cannot tell you how happy I am for Joe Flacco because if the Baltimore Ravens want to get rid of him in replacement of the guy you get, I, I'd be on the first train out of town too. You know, fine. You want of that guy? Ab- absolutely. You, you can have him, you know, forget the fact of what I've done for you and in, in, in your history. Hey, congratulations. But you know, with, with Pat Bowlen passing away, he was 75. I mean, so he wasn't a spring chicken or anything, but I don't think anybody expected him to go. Um, you know, yeah, how much? Was, how much are? Yeah, that yeah, that happened uh, yesterday. Um, so they lose, the, they lose their leader. You know, will they go ahead and pony up and get ready to go? It, it should be very interesting. Some other things that are going on as far as that's concerned. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, there's, I, I, I'm missing this, and and maybe Cuervo, you can help me with this. But the Dallas Cowboys tied Enrico Gathers, okay, keeping it local here for my locals. Okay, it's been suspended for the first game of 2019 for violating the NFL substance abuse policy. One game? What the hell? One game? Cuervo, this is sending a huge bad message. Because one game? Now, I don't know the situation. I don't know what's behind it. I don't know. But one game? I mean – are you just opening up Pandora's box where everybody says "screw it"? We'll go ahead and do it if it's only going to be one game. We'll try it. I think this is this is a very bad decision by the NFL. I, I wait. I game suspension just, for what again? I didn't catch that on so the other. For violating the NFL substance abuse policy, he gets a one-game suspension, Cuervo. And, and boy, oh, is, is that opening Pandora's box? I mean, for other guys and other. Players well, to do I this? Mean, I think it
3: could. The punishment doesn't fit the crime.
1: You know what I mean? Like,
3: for to to break a policy, to violate a policy, and you get a one game suspension? Yeah, Boy. I think it could open up Pandora's box. And guys are going to be like, I mean, if that's all I'm going to get, is it worth it? Uh, hell yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, I, so, I can I see mean,
1: it happening. I can see. And Cuervo, let's see. We've been doing this show forever, okay? You know, I've never heard of a one-game suspension for this kind of thing. Now, okay, so now here's my
3: next question. So this is a new policy that they're implementing, right, or a new, I guess –
1: I don't know if it's new or not.
3: uh, I guess – well, if it is, because I I have not heard of one-game – I thought it was – I thought the standard was four. So what they're doing is they're lowering their standard. Uh, Okay. Here's my question for those. And if they are changing it or making it new for those that have been prior. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? You know, guys that have been caught. Uh, right. No guilty parties. Right. So what about those guys? Do they, is, is it like a fresh start for them? And whatever well, happened before is like, oh, we just sweep it under the rug and it never
1: happened? Or,
3: or, it will might they... be
1: Cuervo because this is actually stemming from, you know, from Baylor 10 months ago. Now, Rico gathers his rook, just to let everybody know, tied in, Dallas Cowboys picked him up, and he was arrested on marijuana possession charge. And that's what he got arrested on. And, and so the arrest just came before the final cuts in the preseason of last year. So, we're talking about a possession charge, not actually testing for it, but if the guy has it in his possessions, you know he's taking it. So I, I, I don't like the implications that it's okay for you to have it as long as you're not testing for it. That, to me, I think it's almost the other way around in reality. If you've got it, you know he's doing it, you know he's done it. So I mean, you, you got busted for it. I mean, where's the four game suspension coming down on this one? I think this is a bad precedent to be set. I think, it, and it's not going to stop anything. In fact, I think uh-huh. it makes it worse. Uh-huh. And and and, and, the, and the fact that this is the Dallas Cowboys doesn't shock me either. Okay, because I mean, you can say whatever you want. I mean, but it comes down to the simple fact that the matter is, is is that you could call them the Dallas can- Convicts and be darn near close. Um, you know, well, like, I mean, they've had kingpins in the past. You
3: oh know my I mean. gosh!
1: So. <laughs> the vehicular manslaughter coming from you know back in the day. Oh, I remember. I was so mad about that, and I'm still mad about it. Uh, and then they let him on the sideline after that. Just, just had, just had me, and I was my, my, you know, it is what it is. Now we got only a few more minutes left to go. We're going to kick this overtime because there's still – first of all, before we always go off, I want to make sure that we talk about what you might have been – or maybe I didn't hit on some obvious, you know, slap-in-the-face news that I didn't know about or didn't cover. So is there anything I missed that we didn't cover that you want to cover? You know, honestly, Sonny, nothing I can
3: think of. I think I think we talked about the big stuff, obviously, the NBA trade. Um you know, uh, oh, there was a there was a pretty big trade in Major League Baseball yesterday. Uh,
1: okay,
3: I missed it. Which one was it? So I did. I so, I, I have to. So Edwin Encarnacion, uh, who was playing for the Seattle Mariners, um, was traded to the New York Yankees yesterday. I will get you the details right now as far as the the full deal. Um uh-huh. Let's see. Uh, uh, oh, he's, oh, he's leading the league. American, you know, home runs. That actually doesn't surprise me. I, I knew
1: that. I, I don't even know why I knew that. Oh, I was I know why. I was listening to Lenny Melnick's show, and he mentioned it. So, there we go. There you go.
3: So, uh, in return, Seattle's going to get cash considerations and minor league pitcher Juan Fenn. So, that's all. That's, it sounds like that's all they're getting in return. Sounds like a like a salary dump to me in favor of Seattle, but that's okay, nothing wrong with that. Why do I say that? Because it says right here in the uh, in the uh, article about the trade it says the Mariners are including significant money on Encarnacion's contract, which includes a twenty million dollar club option, wow. with a five million dollar wow. buyout for the twenty twenty season. Uh sources oh, told really? ESPN, So they Jeff can get the song, out of yeah. it for
1: five million in twenty twenty? Uh, that that's great for that, you want to talk about a team you know friendly contract, there you go. Holy crap. Only five million? I wow. Yeah. Wow. Salary. Wow. Whole well, yeah, time salary. Exactly. Day. Absolutely. That that's interesting. That's very interesting. Wow, five million—that is a big-time dump contract if I've ever heard one. Only five million, and you got the guy, and, and, and that's right there. They're saying whether or not he can keep up doing what he's doing, or at least somewhat of what he's doing. You you're gone. So yeah, we're gonna give you the money, but after that, gone. So it's it's interesting. I I like that. That's a team deal, and that hey, that's what he agreed to. So. You know, he made out like a bandit for a whole year, you know, and he gets $5 million if it doesn't work out, you know. And someone's going to pick him up for everyone paying big bucks, even if he doesn't do what they want him to do. So because they he does have the – that he can do it. So that's a very interesting story.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, it definitely is. And, and uh, so they, uh, they got it done. They got the trade done, and, and the Yankees are – That much better offensively now with
1: him
3: plus plus Judge Stanton.
1: I mean, my God. Plus, Uh, they're launching them out, Quarville, big time. I mean, they're launching these damn home runs out like nothing, dude. Right now, well, last year they did. I'm just assuming they're kind of keeping up with it. Yeah, and that's what I'm
3: saying. You're talking about three guys that can hit 40 home runs on the same team.
1: On the same team. if he keeps up any of that Cuervo, they're gonna crush the home run record for a team, you know, this year. And and it could be and oh, they might sure. do it by far. They might do it by far. That'd be interesting. Might we have that in, in August. the box on that one. So
3: I have the record in August if the, all three of those guys stay healthy. Yeah.
1: That's that's the key, is the guys staying healthy. So interestingly enough. Hey, also Oh Cuervo, this is interesting. You want to talk? <laughs> Let's say it's karma. I, that's the word. There's a karma story going on out there that we haven't got to, and I find it very interesting um, because karma always makes me kind of giggle. So that being said, there's a karma story out there regarding the New England Patriots, and we've talked, and, and you know the huh, Patriots okay. have. Not, yeah, they filed a tampering charge against the Houston Texans. A tampering charge oh. uh, for going after Cassara. Their 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 GM talking to their yeah. GM, temp. So this is a karma. This is a karma uh, situation, and I find it funny. But you know, what I really find it funny, vote, and we're overtime, so I'm going to say this: that they have the balls to do this. I really do. I mean, because you think about all the things that have been going against him. you know. You know, I have the brass balls to go ahead and file, you know, someone cheating. You know, that 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 takes some stone <laughs> yeah. square, Bo. I'm telling you right now. And and the, and the Patriots have they have balls of steel, man. Because that's a ballsy move, regardless, right, wrong or indifferent. You would think, ah, if he wants to, so what? Let him go. Interesting story coming out of out of New England, and, and I know how you feel because you have got that little cheater thing going on. I mean, you know, look at the Super Bowl MVP. That you know, it, you, I'm going to let you use the line, but you know, you, you know, it's Luke Palmer coming back and stamping off in their behind right there, Cuervo Yeah, yeah, it has They're going after your guy. Yeah, they're going well, after your guy.
3: I mean, look, it, it, it you know, it, my thing is, if, uh, you know, if you can, you can lash it out, but then, but then you show that you can't take it. So, um, you know, to me, that that, that kind of defines some some of the people in the in the Patriots organization. It tells me a little bit about their character. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know,
1: as far as as far it's, as things snakes you, I in think the you grass. Have let this one go, Cuervo. I mean it, you, i
3: yes so let this one go. Yeah. I mean, because what was the outcome
1: of the whole thing? I mean, did they did I the guy winding? Right up... now the is just gathering more information. This was just filed on Wednesday. So So you what know, that means so... to
3: me is I I and, and, and what that means to me, Roger Goodell's calling Robert Kraft like, dude, really?
0: You yeah. guys
3: are <laughs> are are trying to file a suit against another team for cheating when you have like 12 different examples of things you guys have done that have a, you know, have pointed towards you guys being cheaters or So, so I, I don't even think it's, it's not, it's not karma. It's being hypocrites. That's well, to me. That's yeah. what it is being hypocritical it, 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 because I get I, you know, Go
1: ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just I, I just I find it interesting. You know, whether it's karma or being hypocritical. I mean, you know, or, or in my, the way I maybe am looking at it as well is, is you know, you, you know, everybody's picking on us, so let's go pick on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it, it, this reminds me of elementary bullshit. Okay. And by the way, we're in overtime, so you know, I, I get a little bit more colorful in overtime. So. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, he does. But, but I would I want to tell you right now this this whole thing. You know, I mean, you know, Robert Kraft. I mean, I mean, let's get to the story. I mean, he, his attorneys were were cleared of a contempt a- accusation. But I mean, this team right now can get out of its own way, whether it be from the owner with this stupid thing going to get a happy ending at some some strip so dumb I had a strip mall massage thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean <laughs> yeah. the stupidity when you say it out loud, swear, well, this is the dumbest shit you'll ever hear. I mean I a yeah. billionaire going true. to some strip mall in freaking Florida to get a happy ending. How dumb do you gotta be where you can't go get a you know in home escort to take care of your happy ending. To me it's amazing. Well, but then again I mean it,
3: Here's the thing, too. If you're going to a strip mall, I mean, is the quality that good? I mean, is it really yeah, that well, happy of an ending?
1: And or, and or you better own that damn strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Because then, I mean, then I get the, it, the the it if he owns it, but, dude, he don't even own the damn thing. Yeah, Jesus. Right. So, I, don't <laughs> I don't know.
3: I don't I know. I just think the strip mall, you might not get as happy of an ending as you would at maybe like an actual – gentleman's club Mm -hmm. you know something like that yep so
1: i don't know not that i know
3: about that sonny i'm just
1: i've heard from other people not being a military man you wouldn't know anything about that
3: absolutely (laughs) not
1: i've never been to a barber shop in korea oh sorry
0: (laughs) sorry about that (laughs)
1: <laughs> now you will go to a barbershop shop in the strip mall. No, no, you don't. You got your guy. so Maybe not. Um, I never. I ne by the way, I've never met a man who has a barber that opens up on Sunday morning and give you a haircut. Now, granted, I know. I guess that's the advantages of the military and everything. You know, I, I just I've never heard of any man that I know or just men in general go get a haircut every week. I did, but I got the guy online here. I mean, he's the co-host of this program. How, how how out of the fifty-two weeks in a year? How many how many Sundays do you actually miss that haircut? I, I just inquiring mind here wants to know. I would say I would say probably
3: three or four where I can get away with waiting until Monday to get one because it all depends uh-huh. if it's like a holiday weekend and it's an extended weekend and we don't have to go back to work till Tuesday, then I can get it on Monday but it it's still once a week no matter if it's on sunday if it's on monday
1: it's still oh, it once so a week so you don't thing. have them cut yeah. shorter for you to make it two weeks then for or do you do that
3: oh well i mean the fade that i get it's it's pretty
1: much skin uh at the bottom oh okay all right so yeah so there it is yeah it's we're learning everything about queer today this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> Totally of course, I'm, I, I'm digging at him a little bit, but then again, you know, it's always interesting to find out. But you know, back, back to the story. I mean, you got you got the Patriots doing what they're doing, and you get, yeah. like you said, hypocritical. I think that might be the right word for the whole thing. I mean, it, this is one that you just let go and you just say, listen, we don't need I to be so, in the too. news for stuff. And this is this is one that they could have been. Out of the news, didn't need to bother, because guess what? If this guy's going to stay, he's going to stay. And and I don't know who reported it. I don't know if he reported it to him, like, hey, the the Texans are reaching out or how they found out about it. See, I don't know the backstory, but I also know that the Patriots need to keep themselves out of the newspaper until it's training camp and important things like injuries and away from, you know, you know, Know, off the field stuff, you know, whether it be their owners or anything else or even this right here. They need to keep the news that is on the football field and not in the front office and yeah yeah. There's not it's not a good look for them right now in reality.
3: Yeah, well, I mean maybe they didn't think this one through. Um I you know I, I, I don't would know, think how, so I don't know how you I don't know how you miss it, but I guess they, they don't see it the way everyone else does. It's like Really, dude. Like of all teams that are gonna that are gonna cry cheating, it's <laughs> the freaking Patriots of all teams. Just,
1: like, d- d- yeah, you see, you even laugh. You, out of all teams, you're laughing. You, you're hearing the preposterousness of that statement. It, it, it's just absolutely nuts. I mean, it makes yeah, it, can we well, talk? It just makes no sense. Just makes no sense. It's just like. Right. But then again. It is the NFL, and stories are crazy, and that would be one of them. But here's a story that I want to talk about, and I had on my list, and I, I dropped this on the floor and just realized it. Right now, And the Rams are about ready to get in trouble, And And let me be the first to say it. Yes, in overtime, the Rams are about ready to get in trouble. What did they do at the beginning of the season last year? They offered out an extension to a running back that did not help them and a vital time of the year. The Rams right now are looking to get an extension to Garrett, Jared Goff. Remember, they have five years on this guy, okay? Now, we haven't seen five years uh-huh. of Jared Goff. All right, they have five years. First-round draft pick, they get an extra year. They get four, not four years. They have five years, that fifth-year option, okay? And they are looking to extend Jared Goff. Are they making a mistake here, Cuervo? I mean, because all you got to do is go back and look at the Gurley signing and the extension, and you're thinking to yourself, that, that contract should have been put on hold regardless because they had two years before that was actually going to hit, and then they could have saved them some money and put that money on the defensive side of the ball and not pissing that guy off. And, of course, we're all talking about Aaron Donald, but now you're mm-hmm, back up on mm-hmm. the offensive side, and you've got a guy who's got three years before he's even in that situation, and – they're, they're thinking about it. I, to me, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm – and, and I know Jared Goff is a good football player. He's – he's, 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 he's pro- not probably. He's the best quarterback in the NFC West. I mean, you know, sorry, he is. But is that enough? And then you got to ask the question, is the money that they're talking about $128 million? Is that going to – I mean – they got a lot of money dug into two players, and one might not even be back. I mean, Gurley mm-hmm. right now, I don't even know what his standing is, Cuervo. But that right there is just you, – you just took money. And, you, and, the, and the problem is, Cuervo, they took that money and they threw it down the wrong toilet. Because if it was in my toilet, yes, I would have reached in and got it. But they flushed this <laughs> money down the toilet, Cuervo and, and Gurley, and I don't know. I know there's a difference between these two guys. I get it. I understand it. And I understand yeah, the I mean, value I, of the position, Cuervo. But man, I, are you there's $128 million after two years, Cuervo? I don't know. Sounds squirrely. I though.
3: mean, I, I do too. Here's my thing I think, I think Rams got caught up in the moment with Todd Gurley because. Of yes, his production, they and they're like, yeah, and, I, and they're like, man, we gotta, we gotta lock him up for you know, 20 years, and make sure he never leaves the Rams. Oh, uh, you know, so they got up in the moment, they got, they, they got, I guess, suckered into, to the moment of, of what Todd Gurley was doing for them, and not really paying attention to, and not what only the that, they, lost, they
1: lost C.J. Anderson, so now they don't even have the backup.
3: No, they don't. Um, I mean, John Kelly John Kelly,
1: I mean, he, he's a small guy
3: yeah. uh, He can not He can get the job done
1: no. It's just not It's, it's even not a J. very Anderson's reliable can't even get the job done, but it's a better option Well, I mean, yes,
3: it is But, and he's Because he's more of a veteran, I think that's what it is I mean, John Kelly really hasn't Proved himself yet uh, But right, what I, really, I saw, what no. he did at Tennessee In college, that's why I know who he is and he's a playmaker, uh, He's tomorrow, But he's a playmaker. So right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta jump off, Sonny. It was a great show. Um, we'll do it again next week. And you uh, betcha.
1: Sounds like a plan.
3: So, yep. So all right. I will talk. To We're you, out of here. Uh, you know, throughout the week.
1: Take care. You bet. And, and we're doing. there goes my co-host. He, he had to take care of a little business. And we're here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are in overtime, but as we were coming to an end here, uh, that's what we were doing anyway, um, and slowing it down. We're going to be back up on air next week. And, yes, we're going to be on air during the July 4th a- era as well. So that being mm-hmm. said, of course, that's mm-hmm. the name of the show. We are all done here. I hope everybody has a good one. Thanks for joining us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show for a good Three, three uh, three and a half hours, or three hours and 15 minutes. So we're going to do it. Everybody have a good week. Everybody take care. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. You're on the couch with Ted, sports show. And that being said, our Sunday morning tradition will continue next week. Everybody have a good one. Bye-bye.